listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. You got it, baby. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is another day of Rick and Bubba, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler here. Speedy out today. Hey, um, do want to remind those of you that have been trying to do the right thing, and that is to wear a Rick and Bubba three-ply mask uh, to try to, you know, minimize uh, the potential of you giving COVID-19 to someone else or maybe you catching it yourself. Uh, those have been on a back order and because we, we did get overwhelmed uh, with the response, and I don't blame you. I mean, if you're going to have to wear them, maybe possibly if Biden wins for the rest of our lives. Uh, you might as well, you might as well have one that has a Rick and Bubba logo on it. And they are really high quality. As a matter of fact, mine's, uh, putting it through the laundry today to wash it and get it back into business. Uh, but, uh, the Rick and Bubba store has asked me to let you know that the next shipment of mask will be in next week. For those who ordered and have not received it yet, please know as soon as that shipment arrives next week, they will ship out those orders. So I, I was told to give you that update from the Rick and Bubba store. Uh, and there are a lot of new items in the Rick and Bubba store, so go check it out there at rickandbubba.com by simply clicking on the store. So there's you an update if you're waiting on the mask. Uh, also, I do want to make you aware, uh, coming up this Sunday night, and uh, I tell you what, I'm going to wait. I'm going to give you the information, Helms, so you can put it in show notes. So, uh, I'll tell you something after the next segment. Uh, Bubba, welcome back for a brand new hour, buddy. Uh, Rick, glad to be here and, uh, you know, very excited to be here and be a domestic enemy and an enemy of the state of Nancy Pelosi. COVID-19 update. Bubba, as we mentioned yesterday, who would have thought that college students, after being caged up for months and released on college campuses and the bars open, and the sororities and fraternities uh, start their process. That college students will be piling all over the place. And now, if you look at uh, the college areas, that seems to be where the hot spots are uh, for COVID nineteen. Now, how is that going to affect uh, football? Uh, let's get down to what's important. Uh, how's that going to affect football? And uh, Coach Nick Saban uh, pushed back against the idea that money. Is the driving for you know people say I tell you why they're having college football because that's about the money. Well, I will tell you this: uh, it based on most of what college football normally gets, they're not going to make much money this year at all uh, because they're they're gonna they're gonna lose a lot of revenue. Uh, and Coach Saban uh, at the University of Alabama, where that where he we have had one of the hot spots. You know they talk about our state, you know having 500 new cases. But if you just go to the college campuses, that's where those 500 are. Uh, you know, well, this you, is actually 500 at the university. Yeah, at Alabama. At yeah. Alabama. And, uh, at the university. Which, by the way, Alabama said to their rival Auburn, who only has 200 and something new cases, <laughs> yeah. they said, we also are sicker than you are. Yeah. We are number one on sickness. I, I, y'all we'll beat you in every, every y'all, phase Y'all, our state of the game. is so competitive right. about this. It came out, you remember that, uh, that, that Auburn said at one point they had 34 players that had had tested positive for COVID. Alabama comes out and says that's nothing. We got fifty one. That's right. And then and then now we had the students come out with two hundred. Alabama said, "Hey, that's nothing. We got 500. So <laughs> Alabama. I mean, we compete with how many how many people we got sick. Right now, state. the winner of the Iron Bowl of sickness is Alabama yes. as well. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, and even the even the mayor in the in the city of Tuscaloosa said, "I'm shutting the bars down if y'all can't handle." It. Well, he, he's he's been on TV the last few days going, "Guys, guys, guys, I'm out and I see you. I see what's happening. Change it." 
or I'm going to shut them down. He did. And and nothing changes weekend. And so. he shut them down. So the bars are now – so now these people's businesses are going to be destroyed because people don't know how to act. Uh, so anyway, but but then people start saying, well, the reason why there's so many red flags, they keep still trying to have the football season. This is all about money. And uh, and Nick Saban pushes back on that thought. Here Here's Nick Saban. This is about the players. All right, when it comes, it's not about, we're, 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 it's not about everybody acts like, you know, we want to play for the money. We want to play for the players. I want to play for the players. We have a lot of guys on our team that can rate a lot of value for themselves by playing this season. Uh, and um, we can create a lot of value. And these guys have worked very hard to try to create and accomplish something as a team. Uh, so, you know, all those things to me are important to the players. And I want to play for the players. I know it's important to the fans. I love our fans. I love the way they support our team. They're part of our team. Uh, we want them to continue to be a part of our team in whatever way that they can. I, but this is really about providing an opportunity for the players if we can do it in a safe way. So he say, and, and, and we've been talking about these things, and he clarified it. And he's saying, <laughs> you know, if you're listening, he goes, look, Number one, I thought it was going to get the ten horn speech. Or right. just I like, hey, that's my I, favorite. Number one, does anybody think that these big time coaches are somehow going to be on skid row if they don't play the season? This yeah, year? that'll be fine. Yeah, do we really think that programs like Alabama will cease to exist if they miss one season? No. What he's saying is, but what if you're the player that this is your season? Yeah. Uh, what if you're a senior? I know they say, hey, we're going to give you another year of eligibility. Well, that that's like saying we're going to play football in the spring. It's like you say something to get through a moment, but you have no idea how you're going to implement that. You know, yeah. uh, has, any, has anybody done the follow-up question on you spring football people? So y'all going to play again in August? Yeah, that, 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 it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <clears throat> We've used this example over and over here, and Joe Burrow is the prime example. If this would have happened last year. It's a great example. Yeah. Well, his yeah. life would be completely different. Oh, yeah. He oh. wouldn't be the number one draft pick. If, well, he, if he hadn't got to play his senior year. And Coach Saban has mentioned this, and I like the term he uses, create value for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, I, and that's something he tries to instill, and in, in a lot of these college coaches do, because you are going professional. Or if you want to go professional or you think you can, you have to create value for yourself and you have to market yourself. And really, uh, we probably ought to be teaching that to, to more of our students in whatever field they're in. And how do you create value? You get your name out there. You get known. You show people that you can play or do yes. whatever you want to do. Yeah, I, I remember on a much smaller scale, but it, it makes this point, and you're right, and we've, we've, I've tried to teach this to, to all of our, our kids is I remember one of my kids had left uh, a smaller school situation where he was on a team where there weren't near as many players, went to a bigger school, and he was telling me in his seventh grade year, his first year to play, he said, Dad, there's like, there's like 80 players just on the seventh grade team, and these and I, didn't, I didn't play Little League with these guys. They don't even know who I am. And I said, well, there'll be a moment when someone will say, Burgess, get in here on a drill, and when that happens – do something that makes every coach and, and every small group turn around and say, "Well, who was that?" You know, you you got to make when you get your shot, you got to make something happen. Because if not, who, who knows when's the next time you'll be put in the drill? So when you get put in the drill, you make it to be a drill to remember. Mm-hmm. And where some coach says, "Now, who was that kid? Who was that?" What's he his, went nuts. What, what's his name? You know, and then you see the head coach turn around from wherever he is, like up in the tower. Who was that kid right over there? Who did that? So, so when you get your shot, you got to take it. We're creating now like everybody owes you something without you even ever accomplishing anything. Yeah. And, uh, and so he's right. These players got a chance, and you're almost taking their opportunity who say, I listen to you, Coach, and I am going to go out there, and this is my year 
to to create a, uh, a you know my name with some value to it, and for us to say why they shouldn't be allowed to do that's just too dangerous. Well, the, the game itself is dangerous, um, and I'm not sure the science says you can't play football. Uh, I, guys, I've said it a thousand times. We've got to learn to live out our lives and our livelihoods and our and and, and educate. We can't just say, "I'm never going back to work." <clears throat> we're not going to educate children. We're never going to play sports. Well, and we're hey, playing hey, sports. Hey, hey, we're, we're never going to go to the movie. We're never we're never going to have have gatherings. We're never going to do conferences. You know, it, no, you may have to do it differently, but you can absolutely do it. Football is the only sport not played right now. Right. Exactly. So we can do it. And by the way, it evidently is not about the money, as Saban said, because Ohio State came out yesterday mm. and said they are expected to lose $130 million in revenue because of the cancellation of fall sports. I said $130 million. That's a big jump. And that's, that's real money. Loss. That's not paper depreciation. Right. That's not uh, – you know the fancy accounting shell games. That's that's hard cash. Yes, and I, and, and, I, and to your point you made, they'll be back next year. Yeah, they yeah. Will. it's not going to shut them down. Well, and and if when you heard that number from Ohio State, I know they try to pretend when that's all the fall sports, but we all know that that the overwhelming majority of that's football, and that also will now affect the spring sports that don't pay for themselves. Yeah. Because that, that's money that's also supposed to be there. Rick, I bet them. the other ones don't pay for themselves. That's well, all. That's yeah, what right. Football and basketball pay for themselves. That's about it. That's it. Yeah. Without March Madness, basketball wouldn't pay for itself. No, it wouldn't. You're right. That March that's Madness. Where you're at. That's a, a biggie. That March Madness got a lot of money in it. <laughs> that's that's hey, it. They didn't play it this year. I know. So, you know what I'm saying? Your phone calls are next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Your commentary. We always love to hear from you. Look at Greg getting up going in there. 866 We Be Big. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is the number. And uh, we'll take your phone calls. Uh, lines are available. The real Greg Burgess on the phones. Let's go. A long distance directory assistance. Every quote two on two. And say, hey, hey, mama, this is Mr. Rhythm and Blues. Somebody say, said hello. So uh, we'll start uh, with an anonymous caller. The the number of anonymous lately is, is through the roof. Uh, people are, that, that, that must mean it's good stuff. Well, you know what it means? It means that people are going, look, don't be associated with that show. I'm telling you. And I don't want to be canceled you, here at work. They'll cancel you at work. They'll cancel you right off They'll the run page. you out on the rail. So uh, let's start with Anonymous. Right, Anonymous. Ten <laughs> Anonymous, go ahead. you got 30 seconds. How are you? Monkey grass and green acres, gentlemen. Thank you, buddy. Welcome, sir. <laughs> go ahead. Guys, I can't tell you how uh, fortunate I am to be heading to work. If football season doesn't happen, I don't think it's not only about football. It's about multiple people, hundreds of people's jobs and livelihood that are at stake. And I – I just cannot stress enough how important football is here in the South, especially for people's livelihood. And I just really hope and I pray that. Yeah, you, you know, we've talked about this. I think it is, it, it, it is I mean, r- not joking. Seriously, I think there is a pressure relief valve that we all need through sports. And I've always said I thought the Middle East needed a good softball yep. league. Uh, but uh, I, I think that, that if we don't, if we don't have that part of our life, we've we've put up with all the other things. If we don't have that, I think people are going to start going nuts. I said something funny. One of our listeners emailed me, and uh, and it is true, but I was being lighthearted. But it is, you know, sometimes some of the best points are made in, in jest. He said, "I'll tell you what, I'll do whatever I have to do to, to go to the football game 
And I said, well, as long as you feel the same way about church, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> if you have that kind of passion about it, it's fine. As long as you don't just have passion about that. If you're also saying, I'm going to be in church uh, with the same tenacity, then great. Uh, let's go to Reagan in Florence. Listen to WLAY. Reagan, go ahead. 30 seconds. Uh, hey, guys. I was just going to see if y'all seen the tweet from the governor of Ohio. He sent out yesterday. It says, today I announced a new program that ensures that students learning remotely have a safe place to go during their normal school day if their parents must go to work. Did he just invent school? <laughs> he, he thinks he's come up with something. Yeah, that I've, I've noticed that too because you know there are parents that are single parents who who are providing for their family. Then there's parents that both parents work, and uh, I've seen you know places saying, "Look, we're going to set up." We, Bubba, I think we talked about it. You know, just like you can drop that them is- off like you always do. And uh, and then uh, you can th- they can do their virtual learning in a room with someone looking over it. And as this guy says, isn't that school? Yeah, y'all. Do, do we under? Let's underline this again, okay? Governor Mike Dewine says today I announced a new program to ensure that students learning remotely—that means the ones at home—have a safe place to go during their normal school day if their parents must go to work. That's called school or daycare. <laughs> Uh, what he invented something? Uh, Just cancel remote learning and you've got it. <laughs> let's go to Greg in Columbus. Greg, That's welcome funny. to the program. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, Kimberly G. Now she was all set to give her speech, and they had her calm down a little bit. But then she saw a YouTube video of Bubba's tea party speech from a year, year a few years ago, <laughs> and I got her fired up. <laughs> there is time for change, and it is now. It's time for a revolution. You know, the crowd gets you fired up. You know, we we had that same scenario in Huntsville. But if if it's an empty hall it, with an echo, it sounds fun. I know, Marcus Tallahatchie. Go well, ahead. I appreciate her passion. Hey, Marcus. Hey, hello, hello, gentlemen. Hey, listen, you guys obviously did not listen to the full speeches because Kimberly Guilfoyle was the best speaker, hands down, not even close. Now, I did I, I, I did I respectfully see it. disagree with I that. I did see it. She was very passionate. There's no doubt about it. But yeah. it, it it would have played great in a hall with people. Yeah. It just, it just I don't know, with that echo in there. It seemed, and Don Jr., too. I mean, he's fired up. Yeah. Let's uh, continue. Cecil, Alabama, Kathy. Kathy, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yes, I am a big dog fan. Have been for years, and I wanted to say how pr- how proud UGA is of Herschel Walker with his speech last night. Uh, yeah. You may end up being a senator. You may be really proud of him. Hi, this is Larry Munson, the voice of the dogs, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Yeah, so uh, ah. if you haven't heard us interview Herschel in a 45-minute interview, go back yeah. to the uh, the episodes of Rick and Bubba University. It wasn't the last one, but the one before that. Yeah, the podcast. He did a great job. He uh, really did. He's funny, too. Brian in Pensacola. Brian, uh, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Morning, fellas. Hey. Hey. I, I was I was listening to Andrew Pollack's uh, speech last night. He was the father of the, the Parkland shooting yes. victim. Yeah, we, uh-huh. play, yeah we, played play that, we played that whole speech last hour. Exactly. He had mentioned specifically about how Joe Biden didn't know when that actually happened and that Joe Biden thought it was and he was the vice president at the time. Yes. The father said it was February 14th, 2018. I was watching ABC. George Stephanopoulos comes on right after that and said, oh, yeah, it happened in January. Go back and watch the coverage. It was ridiculous. It was- wow. He just he just said it. Um, 
Let's go to uh, Josh in Alabama. Restorative justice. Remember that. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Great. got an email on that, too. Did you get that one? Go ahead. Hey, uh, did you guys see the uh, updated guidelines from the CDC yesterday? You know, I was just reading over those, that, and, and I, I thought that would get a little more publicity out there today. I, I'm not seeing a lot about it, but the CDC has now changed their recommendations yet again, Rick, on coronavirus testing. They're saying that if you're asymptomatic, don't go get tested. That's where we were in the beginning. They're saying that unless you are showing symptoms and that you're or you're being advised to by a healthcare uh, professional, don't do that. So they're they're backing it down now from well, what it was. Well, if you remember though, that's where we started. Do not go get tested if you don't have any symptoms. Only get tested if you have symptoms. Then we went away from that, and it looks like now we've gone back. And Rick, they're even saying uh, do not. If you do not have the symptoms, even if you have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive or had symptoms, you still don't get a test until you are showing symptoms. Yeah. So. Alan and in Birmingham. Alan, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, guys. The best speech of the night was Maximo Alvarez. If you guys haven't seen it, you have to watch it. Talks about his family leaving Cuba. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that there's nowhere else to go. And everybody needs to pay attention. You know, I, I heard several other people compliment that one. I was out of the room, so I was not. Uh, I didn't get to hear that one. But uh, again, it's 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 hard to pick a favorite. I, I was pleasantly surprised. David in Louisiana. David, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Uh, first time caller. Good to talk to you guys. It's our Thank pleasure. You, sir. My wife and I are going to to work and uh, listening to y'all as usual and. Y'all were talking just a minute ago about the governor coming up with a new plan for taking care of the students that the parents have to work. Yes. And my wife said, and you know a good place to do that would be? They have a bunch of empty buildings right now called schools. They could do it there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, are we – I feel like we're the dog chasing its tail right now a little bit. Do y'all? That's a – it sounds real familiar. It really does. Mm. It sounds a lot like school. I'll say this. During all of this, I think we've learned a lot about our DNA uh, as Americans. We don't like to be told what to do, and we don't like to be hemmed up. Yeah, I kind of like that. I don't, I don't think we should lose that either. And we love our sports. We've got to have the sport. Hurricanes, we don't know. James Spann will update you. Coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. We thank you for being with us today as we move forward. A couple of notes uh, I, I want you to be aware of. Uh, a lot of you that have been um, uh, hearing us talk about themanchurch.com. That's themanchurch.com. You know, and uh, all of us that have you know, tried to have something, uh, we tried to kick this off in March, and then something called COVID-19 came in and kind of, uh, but uh, you know, a lot of you are now implementing that strategy at your church, which is great. We'll help you any way that we can. But there's an opportunity for you to be able to see kind of part of that strategy at work. Uh, my home church, you know, experimented with this for over four years uh, before it went out nationally. And if you want to see kind of how one of the man church services works, uh, you can actually watch it uh, free uh, this Sunday night uh, live. Um, uh, at my home church, shades.org slash live. And we have that in show notes too at rickandbubba.com. And here's another interesting part of that. Not only can you see how a man church service is put together, uh, you'll also be able to see at the end an opportunity to plug in 
to the next part of the strategy, which is the small groups. And we will actually be offering small groups, and most all of them, not all of them, but most of them have a Zoom option. So you could look and say, I'll tell you what, I'd like to be involved in that Bible study right there. Uh, we, we do have the Pursuit curriculum going on. Helmsy, is, you could start with him. He's continuing teaching the Pursuit curriculum from themanchurch.com. Another group will start it from the very beginning. So that's two options for you, and you can do that anywhere in the country. But there's other options that will be offered with some outstanding teachers that you can plug into that as well. So if you want to watch that anywhere in the country or anywhere around the world, Sunday night, 6 o'clock Central Time, uh, just go to uh, shades.org slash live or go to rickandbubba.com under show notes right now, and you can go and get that link ready, and you can kind of watch how it lays out. And if you want to plug in uh, to some of those Bible studies, if you're somewhere where your church just will not take this serious, uh, you can say, well, I'll just plug into this from where I am. We've had people who've done that on our uh, Zoom option of the Pursuit curriculum that Helmsy's teaching or facilitating now. And we'll have another opportunity to plug into that as well, or any of them. Uh, Bubba, it's time to talk to Span. We got some yeah. action out there. Wow. Uh, so that's- He's a man with a Mayweather plan. He's a mighty James Span. He's a mighty good weather man. He's the man, Rick and Bubba's biggest fan. He's a Mayweather man. He's a mighty James Span. Yes, yes, yes. There it is. There it is. There it is. Here's another hurricane. There it is. So, Span, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. I'm honored to be here. Yeah, breaking news. Just within the last uh, 15 minutes, we now have Hurricane Laura in the Gulf. Just upgraded moments ago. Moments ago. I I mean, we had the the theme music standing by waiting for the thumbs up, and we just got it. James, You you knew this was happening. You knew it was coming. Yeah, I had it. (laughs) Give it up and ready. Uh, so we're looking at tracks. We're looking at predictions. Do I see the number three out there by landfall? Yeah, that's not good. Uh, anytime you see that, that's a, that's a bad sign. And uh, this thing is now over the water. You know, it came over Cuba yesterday. It's kind of traversed that entire Island in that restricted development. And now that it's in the Gulf, we have a hurricane now winter, 75 miles an hour. And remember, the lead system was Marco, the one that came through yesterday. Shear ate that thing up. It just tore it apart. But that shearing is now gone. And that clears the path for Laura to be a major hurricane at the time of landfall. Uh, The Hurricane Center is still projecting landfall near the Sabine Pass. That is where Texas and Louisiana merge. That's where the Sabine River dumps out into the Gulf. And this will be tomorrow night around midnight. And again, as a major hurricane, and by major hurricane, the definition would be category three or higher. And for the people that live in that area, a good analog would be Rita from 2005. Uh, This one may be a little farther to the east, but it's pretty similar in size and strength. So again, landfall uh, below Lake Charles near Port Arthur and Beaumont Wednesday night, tomorrow night. Everybody in Houston's got to watch this carefully. In fact, within the last hour, the city officials uh, in Galveston, they have issued a mandatory evacuation order. Everybody on Galveston Island, you are to be out of there by noon today. So they're not taking any chances at Galveston. And again, if you're in Houston, you just got to watch this carefully. The best possible scenario for Houston is that you would be on the dry side, the west side of this thing. And that's the way it's forecast now. But understand the track forecast could change. Uh, But certainly everybody in Port Arthur, Beaumont, Lake Charles, 
Galveston, you need to prepare now for a major hurricane. And again, uh, think back if you were around in 2005 to what Rita did, this should be similar in impact. And then once it moves inland, of course, it weakens and the remnant circulation comes up through Shreveport, Little Rock, and then curves east into the mid-latitude westerlies over Tennessee and Kentucky, and then over to the Atlantic coast. Uh, we got a hurricane watch, of course, in effect for the Gulf Coast. That will probably be changed to a warning uh, later today. And uh, obviously, storm surge could exceed 10 feet with a major hurricane, maybe 15 feet along into the right of the landfall point. And the other thing you have to watch out for are these isolated tornadoes. On Thursday, there could be a few tornadoes over parts of Mississippi, Louisiana, and Arkansas on the journey inland. So uh, it's going to be a rough ride for our friends uh, in parts of extreme southeast Texas, Louisiana, and Arkansas in coming days. And again, the name of this one is Laura. And I'm afraid Laura is going to be one that might be retired because it's going to be a big one. James, anytime we have hurricanes in that area, we think about New Orleans and they're going to be on the wet side of this, so to speak. Uh, are, are they prepared now? Are they better prepared than they than they were last time they had a major hurricane? I'm sorry. I think you're asking about New Orleans, Bubba. Yes. Uh, my, my, my Siri was trying to talk to me. <laughs> sorry I about under, that. I, I can't understand what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. Um, yes. Yeah, are they are they better prepared for than they were for Katrina? Right. Have, the walls right. and, and all that. Um, they, they are. And the good news with uh, with this system, the primary rain core, the gradient wind, the main impact is going to be west of the city of New Orleans. Uh, New, in New Orleans, it's going to be windy, no doubt about that. They could see winds of 35, 40, 45 miles an hour. And no doubt they're going to see rain. They could see rain amounts of three to five inches in the city, but nothing like, you know, a foot of rain that came through with Katrina. So this will not have the impact of Katrina. The main impact is going to be a little west of there. And quite frankly, the good news about, you know, where this thing is coming in for much of Louisiana, south of Interstate 10. I don't know if you guys spend a lot of time down there, but once you get west of New Orleans, south of Interstate 10, there's not much down there, but the swamps, marshes and woolly boogers. And so <laughs> you, you don't you don't have a lot of people that live there and you don't have the big coastal resorts and the big high rise buildings and all these people on vacation on the Louisiana coast in that zone. So if there's any good news, it's that. But again, you do have population centers just inland like Lake Charles. And again, Port Arthur and Beaumont, Texas, they could take a hit from this thing that could be pretty nasty as well. Um, and this could be a situation where some people could be without power for more than one week. Uh, mm. And evacuation orders, again, they're starting now. Again, Galveston, you got to be out at noon. And for everybody in that zone, if your emergency folks ask you to evacuate, just leave. Uh, there's some things in life not worth taking the chance, and this is certainly one of them. So uh, pay very close attention to the evacuation zones. And when they ask you to leave, just leave. This this is going to be a bad James, uh, thanks for that uplifting uh, update. For those <laughs> James, is there, any, mm, yeah. is there any potential that it could even get stronger, or do you feel like that's the cap for sure? Well, yeah, well, no, no. Look, I mean, uh, the, the, the problem we've got is that the there's a little one little bitty cool pocket in the Gulf, and the best possible case, this thing runs over that cool pocket and kind of limits this, but uh, could it be a four? Yeah, it, it could. And, and, you know, rapid intensification is something that, Quite frankly, we're not that good at forecasting. 
the Hurricane Center, they openly admit that. Everybody in the science openly admits that. The track forecasting is pretty good, but the intensity forecast skill lags a little bit. So it could be something bigger than a Category 3 at the time of landfall. And I think that's the reason that Galveston's being evacuated today. And understand, you just don't pull the trigger on an evacuation right, right. order six hours before a hurricane. you got to have time to get people out of there. So I think that's the, the course of least regret is what they're doing. James, thanks for the update. So Thank Laura you, has just been declared a hurricane. She's a mean one. Could be a, a, a rough one. And we kind of have a better idea of where they think it's going to make landfall. Galveston has called for an evacuation. Uh, James says, please listen uh, and do that. There's no need uh, to show everybody how you can sit through the storm. Um, you know, the, the best case scenario is you're sitting in a place that's torn up. So leave. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Oh, it brings me to my knees. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, thank you for being with us. Uh, glad to have them back with us. Candidco.com. Uh-huh. Candidco.com. Oh, Candidco. Uh, and, Rick, what what is Candidco.com? Uh, slash Bubba. I'll tell you what it is. Uh, there, there hasn't been a whole lot for us to smile about lately, but things are getting better. And if you don't have a megawatt smile to show off, well, CandidCO.com slash Bubba can help you. <clears throat> Candid clear aligners are comfortable, removable, and totally invisible, unlike wire braces. Uh, you can transform your smile without anyone really noticing what's going on. Plus, your treatment is prescribed and monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. Now, some of the other companies, you may never hear from a doctor, so that, that's that's not the case here. With CandidCO.com slash Bubba, uh, your treatment includes remote monitoring by the same orthodontist who created your plan, so you, you never have to wonder how you're doing. You'll always know. Uh, the average treatment's about six months. You'll start seeing results way before then, and the cost are an average about 50% less than Invisalign and some of the others that are out there. Get started today with Candid's risk-free starter kit, and you'll get $75 off. So just go to CandidCO.com slash Bubba. Use the code Bubba for your risk-free starter kit and $75 off. You also can find that link simply by going to RickandBubba.com right there under the sponsors. All right, so we're, you know, I realize that the times we're living in that nothing makes sense. No. I mean, I mean nothing. I mean, there's that nothing makes sense. Show, show enough pandemic. Yep. We, this, is our, this is our first one. We're still learning. It is. All of a sudden, I'm kicking around yesterday, and I've, I've heard loud and clear from the Big Ten and the Pac-12 they're not going to play football. I've heard loud and clear. Yep. Now, there's, I mean, a lot, there's a lot of players not happy, and there's look, a lot of moms not happy. Look, loud and clear, I hear you, okay? All of a sudden, AP Poe comes out, and people start <laughs> telling me about where Ohio State's at number two. And I'm like, that's right, right? But they're not playing. Well. But, but they're not. They're not going to have a team. <laughs> you would think that you would be required to play to be ranked. Yeah. Now we've always talked now, about. Maybe I'm just a stickler for the rules. We've, we've always talked about how the the ESPNs and the sports writers seem to be in love with Ohio State. This is the most profane example I've ever seen. Rick, they I have mean, Ohio State ranked at number two, and they're not even playing. They this have. Year. They don't yeah. have a, a. They're not going to field a team. <laughs> how can you be? Well, how can you? They said nine teams are ranked that are not playing. They no. said once the season starts, they'll drop off. But yeah. One, yeah. then why put them in? What's there? the hey. point of this? 
Let's watch how far Ohio State drops. What if they're still in it then? Because <laughs> what if what if they, they win it? I think they'll. I think they'll <laughs> put. They a, it I don't think they'll drop Ohio State further down than four. That's and you know what? They will say, well, if they were playing, they'd be in this. Yeah, they'd have beat that so, team. Let me ask you this. I hate how, to be obvious, but they're not. Yeah. Will, uh, will they also have a spring uh, AP poll? That includes the they fall play, When they play? Yeah. Will they put the – Well, they the, always put a preseason poll out, so I guess that's what they're doing. But would you go saying, but Would you go back and put the fall teams in the spring one? Yeah. That no, that's what I'm saying. No, Whatever we're doing poll. now, we got to do the same thing in the spring. Now, spring right. football is not happening. That's just kicking the can down the road. I agree with that. That's all. That's one of those. That's that's, that's what even somebody said. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're going to play in the spring. Yeah. How? Well, we just are. We are. We'll see you there. We're just going to do it in the spring. How are you going to do that? You mean in the teeth of the second wave? Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll. So, guys, we cannot have. I know preseason polls don't mean anything anyway, but they kind of do. In this case, it really doesn't. Yeah. When you're trying to say, well, it's much easier for me to try to retain this number one Are y'all ranking okay? than try to climb there let from me try 25. To, let me try to see if I can get y'all liking this at all. Okay, <clears throat> You're not going to play devil's Good luck here. with this. Let's look at this as if COVID was not the case and everybody was starting same day, same weekend, nothing had changed in our country. That's what this is about. But but it has. But that's not real. But though. this is a preseason <laughs> poll. Yeah, but the, we and, already know. And, no, and but quite frankly, the Big Twelve teams. could drop out today. Yeah. The Big Ten could come back tomorrow. Right. Which goes back. They've so already, the preseason polls meaningless. But they've already well, took their helmets up. Well, it, it is and it isn't. Like I say, well, course, I know, like if, if, I'm if those all drop out, then fine. Of course, the AP poll doesn't have anything to do with the playoffs anyway, does it? Um, no, it does not. But but what I'm saying is it. But preseason still is a preseason. You can't put people in a preseason that don't have a season. Yeah, I, I said <laughs> no, I, was I agree. Trying. Does that make Rick. sense? I mean, yeah, Rick. Yeah, why why don't they have the Eagle Owls on I there? Th- <laughs> I think this is one of those things where they're just including everyone because we haven't started and you don't know who's in or out at this point. Well, you do know you can't well, put teams I, there that are out. You're not going to do a preseason and change it every week, is right. what I'm saying. They're not going to. You're not going to put a preseason out and change it every time a conference or a team drops out. So let's just put one out there, includes everybody, and week one we change it. Well, so, it, it was, so are you, are you telling yeah. me? And that's could, what I would have done. You could be ranked. Well, you might as well bought breakfast for Speedy. Then. Yeah. <laughs> you, I'm asking about how much sense I <laughs> might. You could be ranked. <laughs> in that's here. what I've done. I would have. <laughs> and I, I haven't. I haven't seen ex- the exact position of the people who are not playing. But let's just say you're number seventeen. Okay. Well, that's USC. They wouldn't. It wouldn't help them. But. Uh, well, North Carolina or Minnesota. Nah, I have to keep looking here. Okay, let's say you're UCL. <laughs> are they playing? Well, North, North Carolina's in? playing. Oh, are they? North Carolina? Yeah, they're in the ACC. ACC, ACC they're right. Okay, right. so if you're they North Carolina and you're number 18 and you play a game and you win, you could be number nine the next week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but again. <laughs> That's a move. I, I, I just find it reasonable <laughs> for you to sit down and say, <laughs> let's rank the teams and say, well, now, first of all, I need to let you know some teams that aren't playing. Okay, we don't have to worry about them then. You're what about the ones that's that, not going to play? Well, I think you can do that by looking at this. What about yeah. the ones that can play four games? Those conferences. Yeah. I know most of them are lower, but in there, in there a major conference that came out with that? I don't yeah, know if everybody's going to do it, though. The, again, we, I'm trying to follow the science, trick, but we have the SEC and the ACC. Well, I guess they're saying we're playing – our conference, but ACC's allowing them to play. They got out. one out, yeah, because okay. Alabama, uh, right, Jackson State's playing, playing Florida State, yeah, yeah. And, and UAB's playing Miami. So, 
you have so that you have that general strategy of we're going to keep it in the conference, and then you have like the OVC, Ohio Valley Conference that said no conference games you could play outside our conference. Four games. Well, I don't know where they got four. Was this B well, team? This Greg, is, Greg, where this do is we get what I was this? told. That's this true. is what where I was told with the OVC. They're basically going to play a complete year, but it'll be some in the fall. Six games in the spring. Oh, so, so it'll be four, four and here. Six. And, uh, They'll play their conference games in the spring. Their non-conference games. Oh, in the okay. Fall. They're split season. Great. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not. I, yeah, I see. That's gonna, why I'm okay with this start starting point. I'm going to say this to Greg because I'm going to use a NASCAR analogy. <laughs> it would be like you sit there and you said, "All right, yeah. you tell me the starting 42." And they say now at number uh, up 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 on uh, where's Richard Petty? You got the pole position of a car that's actually going to be there. Now in the spot right next to him will be an empty spot, right? Because we think this car, even though it's not racing this race, would have been up there at number two. So then the then the guy who's sitting there and, and qualified at second is now not really second because we think the other car would have been faster if he'd actually qualified. Yeah, we're, was, we're getting was, back it, into that what we think as so, opposed to what is. So you start you start yeah. forty two cars and there's blank spots in there of cars we thought would have been that fast. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, well, the, it, it, this poll is meaningless anyway. Yes, we have to wait until the. I just want a poll. They're saying well, that's they easy wanted to, create. to say this that's is easy what, to create. We want to show you what we would have picked if we'd had a regular. Guys, year. Ohio State was supposed to have a top four team. They were the only ones that anybody was concerned about, right. and and right. so that's why they're doing this. They're, right. And so it's it, I don't know. I get it. I I, I don't. Well, should I, don't I go understand. sit in the stadium and say, well, they're not playing, but. <laughs> But I'm gonna pretend like they are. You can't yes. say the poll is meaningless and then get frustrated with it because they put it out. Rick. No, no, no. I'm Rick. saying when I'm saying meaningless, mean we haven't seen anybody play it. I don't think. Look, maybe I'm just I'm just outlandish. I don't think you create a poll of teams that ain't playing. You don't put teams that are but playing in a know, college football. But poll. we don't know yet who is who. You Rick. rank the teams. That if you tell I, me you're not playing, I go well. Good. I don't, I'm not going to rank yeah, you. Then. You're not in the pre. I, How hard I, I can't is this? Well, when I'm Rick, on the highway, I don't stop. I can't I don't. rank teams that ain't playing. Right, so let me ask you this, Rick. They, they have actually said they're now. We both know this is not going to happen, or I don't think it will. But they're saying they're playing in the spring. So are we going to hold the national championship till then? I don't, I don't know. No one has answered no. that. But does that affect this poll? The yes. bowl, the bowl and I don't championship. Know the to that. People said we're playing as scheduled this year. Yeah, there's some things that have already been decided. So I yeah. would just things that are already decided would affect my poll. Especially yes. since they say that they're going to play the, the championship. AP. Then they really has no reason. Yes. AP, I'm playing in the spring, so you don't. We're not going to. They're get not going to be in this championship three anyway. It ain't going to matter. Rick and Bubba, earning a living off low expectations. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show from the top of the hour. We roll on. I was sleeping with a loaded gun. I was scared of all the things I. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all here. Speedy, not here today. We uh, bring back for a brand new hour. He's been rocking Mike number two for 26 and a half solid years. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bill Bubba. Bless you. Hey, Bubsy. Rick, honored and privileged to be here. Thank all of you for allowing us to do this. What do you kids want to know about now? I made enough to make a young Don proud. Money and fame. We have an 
update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. It's a Rick and Bubba news. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. Somewhere in Lynchburg, Virginia, people are breathing a sigh of relief, something they probably have been wanting to hear long before now. Jerry Falwell Jr. says he has resigned as Liberty University president. Mm. Um, Poo boy thing finally pushed him on out. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, a lot of bad discernment, a lot of issues with, with Jr. over the years. And the board, I know, have they've had to many times find some way to say it's going to be okay. Finally, it has all, you know, eventually, and, and I heard some of the guys talking about it, uh, Farrar talked about this. Steve Farrar at the Gridiron Men's Conference this past weekend, he said, you're watching the Lord take these people that have claimed things about relationships with him that are not genuine, and he said he's knocking them down one after another. Mm. He said, "He said there is a purging going on of false teachers, uh, people who are living double lives, uh, and he said, uh, look, he was just telling the guy, he said, I'm going to tell you, you may think you're getting away with it, but sooner or later he's going to out you if you don't deal with it. And uh, so this is um, this is another example. We we had if it turns out to be as the stories seem to be now, uh, and it looks like that uh, you know yesterday's uh, Jerry Junior um, comments were bizarre. It's almost like he was blaming his wife for having extramarital affairs, and that he he did he did some things you know that he could have done better, but he 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 went through a hard time you know dealing with that and. And now the person that says that he was almost taken into their family and Which traveled weird. and traveled around with them says, eh, Mr. Jerry is not telling you the whole story. Uh, and what he described is too lewd for broadcast, but it was uh, it is a mess. And uh, so Jerry Falwell Jr. says he uh, will now resign as president. Yeah, just sad, Rick. Sad, sad all the way around on a lot of fronts. Yep, it is. And it goes back to this again. You know, it's um, – we're never – and, I, you know, we just – as human beings, we, we have this issue. It's just ingrained in us. It's designed for us to be satisfied with God, period. That, that's, that's what all this is. We were designed to, to bring him glory, to bring him worship, but we, got, we, we had a fall – uh, and then after that fall, all that everything got kind of corrupted, which is why it all has to be redeemed. Um, and you have to be—that's why you hear this phrase "born again." But what happens is we always we can't help but try to hold people in some kind of place where they don't belong, you know. And 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 the, um, the and then you get disappointed again by how another human being has let you down. Well, yeah, I mean you're you're going to see that, but. Uh, the thing that apparently Falwell Jr., and I certainly remember this in uh, the bad, horrible years of my life. Uh, of course, I, I, wasn't, I was making a claim that I was a Christian, but I wasn't making the claim to, to go out and you know, try to be the president of a Christian university or represent the faith in any way. But um, you know, I, I know it, it's, a, it, it's a lack of fear of God. I, it just, the, this continues to baffle me because I, I will say even when I was claiming to be a Christian – I really didn't take any public platform of pretending to be one because at least I think somewhere inside of me was a fear. You know, you hear these people that'll, that'll, they'll fall and you think about, was there ever a time like in their hotel room or on their yacht or 
you know, as they were preparing to go speak somewhere, was there any something that said, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? I'm, I'm, I'm living this double fake life, and God is going to strike me down. Is there, is there, is there just a, that, that fear of God? Is, boy, don't ever lose it. Mm. I mean, you, you, it's, it's, it's the beginning of all wisdom, as Scripture perfectly says. But I don't think any of us expected to see what we saw yesterday. And if it turns out, and I certainly will say maybe the person who, who claims he had this relationship with uh, Mr. and Mrs. Falwell, uh, maybe maybe the person's not telling us everything. But Who knows at I, this point? I do know this. Uh, there's There's been problems in the spiritual um, inconsistencies with Falwell Jr. for years. And um, and so there, there's enough there uh, that he should be resigning, even if some of the things are exaggerated or not exactly right. I, who knows? But but I, based on what we saw yesterday, if it turns out that these things were as presented or even close to as presented, uh, trying to throw the wife under the bus yesterday, that, that, that may be. That, and who, who that, knows where the truth is? Yeah. All this? Who knows? Well, there you go. Well, and we do know this. It doesn't change the greater truth. Oh, no. Just no, another not. example no, no. of. Of failed humanity. Well, as we said back when all this first started, back at the horrible continued discernment from Falwell Jr. of not understanding the platform that he had been given by God, is that um, he, the the university and the people there that are trying to make an impact on this fallen world and all these vocations <clears throat> by sending out followers of Christ to use their given influence to impact whatever vocation and mm-hmm. society for the kingdom of God, those people are bigger than Falwell Jr. They're bigger than Falwell Sr. Oh, yeah. They're bigger yeah. than any one person. Absolutely. And um, so that's— um, and, and I think liberty has been uh, an important light for a lot of people and uh, an example of uh, the way that you can have an education system that is, that is the right way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I hope there's a whole lot more liberties out there in the future. Now, and this is one, who would have ever thought this? Listen, guys, did what I'm about to say has just hit me for the first time, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And y'all have heard me talk about this, and we've tried to walk this out, too, and, uh, you know, and you know, you've seen it happen with Billy Graham in the past and all this. Normally what happens is the person who's supposed to be a minister of the gospel, okay, or, or in, in, in a high-ranking place in the church or uh, in the faith, Normally, they have to be concerned about a certain politician is gonna is gonna t- to shine bad light on them. In this case, in this case, hey, in this case, Donald Trump's like this guy's gonna make me look bad. Yeah, I know. I mean, how I about know. that? How about it's going back the it's other way? It, 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 normally, it's like you know, yeah. Billy Graham was like, okay, I didn't really know Nixon that as well as I thought I did. Right. You know, and then other people and whatever and. And uh, trying to, you know, I heard um, a comment, and I think I had, you know, I've I've learned this lesson too, as far as these public endorsements. I've, I heard uh, Phil Waldrop talking about this at Grin Iron Men's Conference. He said, "I've never in my life endorsed a political candidate, nor will I ever." He said, "Now I will vote." He said, "But politicians and government don't bring revival. No, and uh, and the damage they're going to do to your ministry will never ever uh, be less." Than what good you're going to do for the country by going out and endorsing any political candidate, and it, and I won't ever do it again. I may tell you who I'm voting for or whatever, but as far as locking arms with politicians and 
going around making stump speeches and all that. I I won't ever do that again. But uh, because it's just and, and nothing, not that anything happened, right? You know, but right. Well, but we've, I, we've yeah. always been you and I both very yeah. careful with that, and yeah. uh, I think. You know that will continue to be the case. I'll never say never, but it's uh, yeah. Well, we're going to be extremely careful. Well, I, I think I think what and, and we certainly are open about who we vote for and whatever. Yeah. And but I, what I'm going to do is I realize one thing: you don't really ever know anybody. No, you don't. Yeah, and that and that's the same way with people that are also in ministry. But yeah. uh, the the best way you can keep the ministry that you've been given or the platform you've been given to keep it clean. Uh, and and if you don't ever get into relationships with people that you don't know really 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 well, and um, so uh, but but uh, you know you you you're going to bring up what you just wrote on that piece of paper. Well, it hit me right at the beginning of this. Yeah, I saw that. You I saw, saw when I first looked yeah, at yeah, you. Yeah. I was like, I need to get you this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I it, want I want to give credit where credit's due, but we don't know. We don't know. Isn't I mean, this exactly part of what Pastor Dana had told us was in his dream? Dana Coverstone. He said there was going to be a downfall of dealing this with, se- thing, with yeah. sexual immorality involving high leadership, uh, leadership in the in the faith. Yeah, got to give him credit. He wow. did say that. Thanks for that, guys. Well, he said it. I he know. did. You're right. He did. You got to give him Thank credit. Thank you, Bubba. Of course, that makes November look interesting. But no, I'm not saying all that's going to line up. I don't know. But you mean the White House with nobody in it? You're right. Did did he that not? One, did he? That, you mean that one, Rick? <laughs> but now I've often said at that time and again. Yeah, I, look, I'm, I'm going to give him credit. But right. let's be honest. If you look at past history, that could so, happen anytime. Yeah, though. saying that there's going right. to be a sexual, a moral yeah. downfall of someone in a high ranking place in in, in 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 the Christian faith or in the church. These things have been happening. Oh, they yeah, been, yeah. yeah. It's it's been happening since. The, Cain and Abel. So, I mean, that's not a hard prediction. No, I, that's it's like predicting sunset. I think there's some things we can <laughs> learn coming. from. Yeah, like Greg, you said. But he did say it. I just gotta say that. If you did, and this is a big one. Yeah, it is. Well, you did say <laughs> earlier, Greg. Anytime that there's this person that's suddenly being treated like a family member that at one time was that cleaning was the pool and yeah. traveling around with people you know, yeah, that's weird. You want to always look into that. <laughs> uh, Seventeen minutes past. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Listening to Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We are back, and sadly, we now have more unrest. Um, and some of you in Wisconsin help us because the community where the latest police shooting uh, that has uh, been controversial is Kenosha. Kenosha. How'd you Wisconsin? say Kenosha. 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 Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, there's been a protest again that now have turned violent uh, after uh, Jacob Blake uh, was the victim of a police shooting, and, and now everybody's uh, you know here we are again uh, unpacking all of this. You know, w- did uh, Jacob Blake uh, could it have been avoided? Was there a better way? Uh, was this uh, unnecessary? Uh, is this once again showing that we have? Uh, people that are working in law enforcement that uh, that shouldn't be there, uh, an abuse of power, uh, all of that, and it has led to um, uh, quite a bit of violence in uh, in this uh, community. and And now we're looking at what's what what is going on. Uh, they're showing uh, the shooting that took place, um, and um, and the police. Now, 
you know, I, I, I see what's happening here. It's obvious he's not stopping when they tell him to stop, and he's going to get in his car like he's going to get something. And then, of course, they, they shoot him in the back and kill him. Um, no, he, he wasn't killed. He wasn't no, killed. No, he's alive. Okay. Yeah, he but alive. he was shot, what, seven times? Yeah, well, six, good night. Yeah, I think yeah. six times. Yeah, I, so, I, I thought that because of yeah. the, the way it looked that there's yeah. no way he would have survived that. Um, Rick, it, I think they were called, if I understand the story right, on a domestic violence charge. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were several officers there, and he, he was being told to stop. And you saw he did not do that. He did not right. comply with what they were telling him to do and tried to get in his car, and one of the officers tried to restrain him by the shirt, and at that point they thought he was reaching for a gun in the car, and that's when the shooting started. So, again, we don't know if this is uh, an an abuse or was justified. Again, uh, with everybody on edge in the country, let the due process work itself out. And uh, But, but of course, there, in in what is a fairly quiet town, I understand, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, the, the mobs have been out burning again. Oh, so, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, the governor has called out uh, some National Guard response to that. So uh, that will be going on. But, again, far as what happened, who was right, who was wrong, justified or not, uh, let the people investigate it and let all the facts come out. Well, and there's so much in every one of these. There, there's things to learn, and, and I know that, you know, you, you, we a lot of times when we, especially we get angry and upset, and sometimes rightfully so, is we don't we don't think long term, and, and I think some of the things that that could be possible. I don't know if this is what's happened here or not. We may have, when it all is said and done, it may be that hey, law enforcement could have done different things, and people will be held accountable for that. Yeah, that, that's, yeah that's, that's very possible. That's the way we live. That's the world we live in. But we do see. If the police are telling you to do something and they have a gun drawn on you, I would do it. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's one thing. You can argue your case later, and then you can go over to the to the side of law enforcement and say, okay, was there another way? Should we have just tackled him? You yeah. know, because if if they felt unsafe about him going to the automobile and reaching in, I understand that. Well, could you just tackle him from behind because he didn't have yeah. a gun at the time? Right. So so you, you, there's two things to look at, and, and I would understand both points. But, but I will say this again, when we be careful because we don't want to make the situation worse, there may be someone in law enforcement that is not a threat to anyone unless you honestly try to harm that person. And maybe their line was much further down the road on them thinking they were in danger. But if we get to the point where we start trying to do what the scriptures tell us not to do and it becomes a vengeance type situation. Right. Well, what we don't want is for law enforcement to think that they are more likely for us to try to shoot them than they were before, and now they're going to get on more more on well, edge. That's, that's what you're having now. To your point. I think everybody's yeah. absolutely on edge. Did you see the police officer that was hit with a brick in Kenosha? Right, right. Knocked him out cold. Mm-hmm. He's, in, he's in a bad condition today. Right. Was that there? Where yes, was it? It, okay. was. Was it, it was. Was it after this? Yes, okay. that was part of the rights okay. in, in regards to this. Did you see it, Rick? The, in, uh, the, very disturbing. They're they're walking back, several police officers, and a brick is thrown, hits one in the head, and just knocks him out. And you hear somebody Cold. in the crowd, he got bricked, is what they call yeah. it. Uh, so so that's not going to help. Again, no. let it be investigated. Let's get to the bottom of it. Before, I mean, you've, you've already burned – a good part of the town. I mean, and don't make innocent people. And, and I understand, yeah. but 
let it be investigated. Look, the the eyes of the nation are on these things now. And there, did you see them go down? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be scrutinized very closely, and we need to find out what what really happened. See, when these police officers see what I just saw right. of their, of, of, on, on both sides, and I understand you say, well, that that's what got the other people stirred up, what they had to see. I get it. But you're not going to win. You're supposed to try to go to be the person yeah. that is above all this, not not go well. If you if we think you were unnecessarily violent, now we're mm. going to be unnecessarily violent. If, if we think you're shooting innocent people, so we're going to kill innocent people. That that's not the way to go, and and that's only going to make this situation worse. And and we still can't be afraid to say if the police tell you to stop, while they have a gun on you, stop. And then you can come back and say, well, if they won't stop tackle them before they get to the car and maybe you're not in danger i i i think that's a legitimate point too yeah yeah and and we we've said that there's got to be a way to stop these people and keep them from harming you or somebody else uh before we get to the the point of a gun you know there's got to be another step in there somewhere but uh but i do know this uh it's it's the answer is not making police feel more threatened that is not the answer well that's, that, to that's me, what you got right to now. me that makes law enforcement even more dangerous if they now think well well there was a time when i i wouldn't be afraid of what was going to happen to me now i'm thinking everybody's trying to kill me we don't want law enforcement walking around thinking we're all trying to kill them that that's just going to make the situation worse your phone calls are next 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. To the phones we go. We'll start with David in Huntsville. Listen to us on 100.3 The River. David, you got 30 seconds, buddy. Go right ahead. All right, y'all have suggested maybe an option to, you know, place shooting folks and for them to, to tackle them. And I think the reason that maybe the police don't want to tackle them is because that gives the, the perpetrator or the criminal an opportunity to steal their gun, take the gun yeah. away from them, and, and yeah. shoot them. Well, I think we were just tra- – and I know this guy had a gun, I mean a knife, and he was threatening the officers. Is that true? Because I, I didn't um, know that when I was talking about it. Is, is, that, th- is that true? That, that's what I'm getting in email. That he uh, that he threatened multiple emails. Yeah, that he threatened uh, with a knife and then said he was going to his car to get a gun. That's that's what some of the email is saying. Um, but I think the the broader point was that if we could restrain somebody prior to that, right. we can save lives. Now, again, as it's been pointed out, when the police officer tells you to do something, he's got his gun drawn. I would do that. Yes, even, I if, would. even if the yes, officer I would. you think is in the wrong, you can argue that at another time. Exactly. Well, here's what I don't understand. I thought the that's whole, how you stay alive. I thought all the comments that we're hearing right now, and and we've heard this all along. This is why we don't feel safe. Well, if I truly don't feel safe, if an officer has a gun on me, I feel like, well, man, I know he may shoot me uh, because they always want to shoot all of us. So I'm not going to do anything that's going to get me shot. It seems like you would go back the other way if you really don't feel safe. That shouldn't make you more reckless. Yeah. That that wouldn't you think that would make you feel? Should be more. Cautious. I know me yeah. when I don't feel safe, I'm more cautious. Yeah. Than than yeah. when I when I'm when I don't feel like I'm in trouble. Right. There, there's I, also I some to. some reports coming out of there, Rick, from some of the local people that a lot of the people rioting were not local. Oh, I'm sure. They I'm sure. Into town. Yeah. Right. Well, there's a lot of that going on. Antifa and Black Lives Matter. They send in all kinds of people. 
Uh, let's go to uh, Jason, Red Level. Jason, go ahead. Welcome to the program. 30 seconds. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, my wife's from that area in Wisconsin. She's already been talking to people up there. They are rolling in National Guard. These cops have a, a family to go home to. I'm not going to tackle somebody with a pocket knife that's trying to get to a gun. They didn't kill him. He, it was not a fatal shooting. He is recovering in the hospital. But sometimes you got to take respect for your actions. And when a cop tells you to say, hey, you need to stop, you're under arrest. No, no, I 100% agree with that. And and I had not been – nothing in the story that I looked at said he had a knife and said he was going to get a gun. That's what people are saying. I don't see that in this story. I didn't have it in mind either. Yeah, so that's – no, if he's got a knife and he's threatened with a knife and he says he's going to the car to get a gun, that that is a game changer. Uh, And as you said, and I thought he was dead from the way everybody was acting – but now I realize that he's that he's he not. He got shot what seven seven, seven times? times? I, or the, and, <laughs> pretty close range, times. right in the back. Yeah. It was very close range. So anyway, we'll see. Uh, to Leslie in Springville. Leslie, go ahead. Hey, um, y'all were talking about the situation going on up at LU. Um, I graduated in '05 under Jerry Senior and '13 under Jerry Junior. And I've got to remember about Jerry Jr. is he's not a minister like Jerry Sr. was. Jerry Sr. was a youth pastor that became a senior pastor, and he led the university in such a manner to train champions for Christ. When, Jerry, when he died and Jerry Jr. took over, Jerry Jr. was always a lawyer. He handled the legal aspects of the running of the university, which is kind of why he would be a good, uh, originally a good yeah, candidate yeah. for president, because we had a chancellor, which was Jerry senior and then a president which ran the more legal side but when we lost jerry senior we lost the chance or we lost that spiritual head that we had because jonathan his other son pastors thomas road and so there's a lot going on right now in the facebook groups about what's going on um and should we stand with junior should we not forgiveness not forgiveness but he has he lacks seems to lack a repentant heart there you go god is the god of second chances there you go third chances fourth chances but he requires a repentant heart Amen. to use you in the future yeah, um, yeah. everybody and, always talks and, every- and explain explain repentance just a little bit since you're you're going down that road Repentance, you are convicted by the Holy Spirit when you have done wrong, when you are violating a not right relationship with the God, your Father. You know that you, you, it can bring you to tears. It could just be a spirit of restlessness in you. Something is wrong. You know that you've done wrong. It might take people coming to you, confronting you, telling you that you're doing wrong. You might, your pride might get in the way of repentance. But eventually, right. if you are a true believer of Christ and you have the Holy Spirit in you, you are going to fall to your knees and you are going to beg Him to forgive you. Yes. And because you have gotten His forgiveness for that sin, you're going to go to the people that it has affected in your life and you're going to ask for their personal forgiveness as well to restore those relationships. Yeah, well, yeah. and that's kind of what what I was looking at. It, it, it actually you know, means a change, a change of direction in other words i'm not i'm not sorry that i got caught thank you i won't do better in the future but you change your whole direction that is repentance yeah and you also say on the earth of repercussion side for the rest of that time you take responsibility for the damage that you caused Exactly, and that damage may be, or that repercussion might be, that he doesn't need to be in that leadership because it is no, going to drag not. us down. When Jerry Sr. would get involved in something, trying to help 
uh, situation, like the uh, the Baker's situation, um, he will do what he can, and then he reaches a, he reached a point where he would step away because he couldn't anymore. But Jerry Jr. like he just keeps digging a hole. Like you hear your you tell your kids like stop talking, you're digging yourself a bigger hole. Yeah, and, and yeah. I don't know if you've seen the latest. Uh, accusations. These are not mild things. They, these aren't. No, well, they I, are serious. Yeah, very, very they, serious. They're not. I was going through a rough patch. Yeah, I mean, no, it, this is. Uh, and I think you know, if you go back and look, I know there was a very prominent board member that was highly respected. The minute Junior was named president, he resigned. Uh, I think most people who knew Junior versus the other brother and versus Dad, I promise. I, well, I can't promise you. I I feel strongly. That if you were to go to some of them and say, "Is this surprise you?" They'd go, "No, right. No, th- this is not some shocker." Right. But but uh, and and the thing about what he he absolutely should be removed as president. It doesn't matter whether you're a vocational minister or not. Everybody who declares to be a follower of Christ is in ministry. It doesn't matter where you are, especially if you're going to be the president of the largest Christian university in our country. Um, you know that that you are. We're all, every one of us are, are in ministry that declare we're followers of Christ wherever we may be. And and you know you even look at the story of David. Back to your point, asking her about repentance, which was right. It was his contrite heart. It was his I have sinned against God first, mm-hmm. and then I've sinned against people. But here's the part that's always left out of the David story. If you will go to after Nathan has confronted David. And David says, I have sinned against God, and he does repent. And and, and that's and you read Psalms 51, you read his uh, repentance. Mm-hmm. But then God says, but let me tell you what's going to happen now. I'm going to kill the baby, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, I'm The sword will never leave your house, okay? You're going to have all kinds of issues for the rest of your life. Hey, good luck with them sons. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, Absalom's going to try to kill you. So there, there's almost this, and men are the worst yeah. at it. They love to take on this da- da- Davidic thing. Yeah, I'm kind of like, like David. First of all, wow, there's a bold statement. Okay, <laughs> yeah. but then, but he they, might not want some but listen, that. they always want to talk about how God forgave, but they never talk about the earthly repercussions right. of David's actions. Yeah, David's life was never the same. He didn't get to build the temple. How about the guy so, come in and said, "Hey, David, isn't that your son on top of the temple?" Up yeah, there? yeah, and you know, God told him that was going to happen yeah. and when he's handing out the punishment. He said, "What you did when you took wives of other people was was done private." When people take your wives from you, it's going to be done public in the sun for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. And his own son did that to him. So everybody acts like David just had this great little life the rest of his time. No, you was, know, I'm, was... Hey, I'm going to go right back to being president. I'm going to go right to being pastor. <laughs> I'm going to go right back to my leadership role. No, you're not. There's earthly repercussions. What mm-hmm. what what Junior needs to do and, and anybody who has this fall, they need to come under the authority of the local church. They need to repent first. And then they need to be uh, restored, but that doesn't mean he he's going to be restored back to where you were. But again, you're restored as a person in your proper standing with a holy God. The rest of it is not a given. The, There's always repercussions for sin. It always matters. The repentant part is On earth. change directions, not just I'm sorry. That's right. You and like you said, change. I'm sorry I got caught. Yeah, I got caught. I'm sorry I embarrassed you. This is a mess for me, blah, blah, blah. You have to change. You have to go, man. I'm something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. I got to. I got to get on another road. I'm on the wrong Absolutely. highway. And then that is the beginning of repentance. I had to make that decision in my own life. I know. And, and I and we all we and, all do. And then it's every a, day and, on, on some level. And yes. then it's a process. You know, even after I know that repentance took place, I can look back. You know, 15 years ago and go, man, there were still things in my life I didn't understand yet. And then that sanctification process. There should be progress. 
from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity. And sadly, a lot of times when people get caught but they don't confess it, it, it's usually not as smooth as those who come clean without you ever knowing it. You know, they're the ones who brought, look, hey, I got to admit something. I got to come clean. Now, sometimes you can get caught, come clean, and it'd be fine. So I'm not saying that doesn't happen. Uh, In Nathan's case, uh, you know, you see that. But again, people who take this David thing, it's like they just ignore all the terrible things that his sin caused in his life that God said, I'm going to do to you for it on earth, not in heaven. You know, hey, the good news is you and I are good eternally, but on earth you've made a mess. And, uh, And it matters. And so it's almost like a pendulum you put in motion. Hey, and it, hey, and hey, it's going to swing. Hey, I repented. Can I go back to being president? No. No, you can't. Can I go back to being the pastor of the church? No. Maybe not. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top. We have phone callers standing by. We'll continue uh, at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We thanks uh, to those who have already called. Many topics are out there. Tim's in Foley, Alabama. Timmy, uh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today, sir? Doing great. Doing great. Um, I'm originally from Wisconsin, and uh, I can tell you I moved down here actually in the mid-'70s when I played tennis for Jeff State. Um, the state up there has changed quite a bit politically, even though it hasn't been Democratic. But I want to kind of – talk about a statement that was released by the governor up there within hours of that shooting. Yeah. I'm not going to read the whole thing. You, you all can pull it up, but basically the, the, the crux of it was Jacob Blake was shot in the back multiple times in broad daylight in Kenosha. While we did not have all the details yet, what we know for certain is he is not the first black man or person to have been shot or injured or mercilessly killed mm. at the hands of individuals and in law enforcement in our state. Oh, that's grotesquely irresponsible. Yeah. Grotesquely irresponsible. Those are the comments that lead to the fires and the burning yeah. and the looting and the destruction. That That is just a terrible job of leadership. Uh, and it's pandering, and it's, uh, it's not sincere. And what he should have done is said, we will get to the bottom of this, and justice will be served if we find that there is an issue there will be justice, but it will be investigated. And if we find that the officer should be exonerated uh, and uh, and didn't do anything that he shouldn't that, that that is outside of what he is allowed to do by law, uh, then he will be uh, he will be exonerated as well. And Rick, you, I, you don't only... get on there and start rebel rousing and stirring in a position of leadership like that. We saw Eric Holder do that. We saw Obama do that uh, in uh, you know in in uh, Maryland. Um, and this is grossly irresponsible. You need to, I mean, and, and we ended up, you know, finding out that that particular officer with Michael Brown was innocent. Uh, but, but it was too late for his life being ruined and also the, the damage that was done there. In leadership, you have a huge responsibility. And, man, you can cause a – you can do a lot of good, but you can do a lot of damage. And that was, that's, a, that's an irresponsible statement. And, and, Rick, the footage we had was just that short clip. There's some other clips out there, and I'm getting from emailers that if you see it, they actually had him on the ground at one point and he escaped, mm. got up and got away. It, it got, let me just tell everyone out there, let's drop all the politics. It, it will be the rarest of occasions that if you will simply do what law enforcement is asking you to do, that they will just decide to shoot you for no reason. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that means that law enforcement 
hasn't abused their their power. Of course, we have cases where they have, and we have one that's pending now that looks like they absolutely did. But that doesn't. But if, but I'm talking about you right now. Any of us that encounter law enforcement, especially if they have a warrant like they did in this case, you're going to have your day in court, and uh, you want to be alive when that day shows up, and just do what they ask you to do, and uh, and then start the process that's afforded you to work it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've like I say, I've I, I'm yet to have a law enforcement bust have been to the Wednesday Bible study and gun us all down. <laughs> uh, it's it you know it it is do do what you're being asked to do, and maybe try to live a life that never never gets them called to the location. Right. That's, now, that's now, kind of the starting point. Now sometimes you know that they they get called and when they shouldn't have. So I understand that, but you know I'm just I'm just simply saying in the odds in life, you can minimize your odds of being shot and killed by police. You really can. Yes, yes, you are in control of that. Yeah, there's a lot you can do. Some of it you can't, right. and when that happens, that's sad. And yep. and and we and the, and the person should be, uh, you know, should receive justice, and the and the law enforcement officers should be held accountable. But in most cases, we can all do certain things that minimize the odds of me being shot down by police. Uh, Rodney in Florence, W L A Y. Rodney, go ahead. You guys, are doing all right. Good, yes, good, sir. Good. good. Good, good, good. It's actually Rob B. Sorry, I think I said it. Uh, that's all right. No problem. Uh, yeah, that's all right. Uh, well, uh, yeah, you know, a couple of things. One is I appreciate uh, one of the, one of the former callers who, who gave a little uh, the sermon earlier. Not not having church right now, man. You need that refreshing, you know, every now and then. So sure. it's just, you know, it feels weird not having church, and to hear that is just uh, I feel like I'm good to go for a month. But uh, so, and I just wanted to comment, you know, this is obviously I'm just one man. But they are people are protesting for this and that. I got no problem with the protest, but I think it's 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 where's the end, you know? And you got to have a process. Obviously, set the goal. What's the strategy to accomplish the goal? And then, you know, how do you know that you won? You know, you've reached the goal. And I just feel like a lot of their tactics are just kind of running around with signs. Where I think if you, the only way you can create change is by sitting down, having a mature responsible, loving, and respectful conversation with those that can actually create change, which is who? The legislatures, the governors, the ones that actually implement the laws and can create change. And who did that better than anybody? MLK Jr. I mean, that guy created an army of love and peace, and he's, you know, world-renowned for that. And I feel like if we, if they or you know, BLM or whoever it is, I don't know, for ta- raising taxes, whatever, if they do it in a responsible, loving manner and respectful, you know, respectful and love, like obviously God says to do, then they will earn my respect while well, I might actually listen to them. Yeah, and we've, you know, it, Bubba said this the other day, we we're talking off the air, and I guess I'm starting to think maybe we've had people tell us before. You know, there was a time that Martin Luther King Jr. was held in very high regard of the way you go about making change. It's almost now like he his 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 uh, tactics are considered to be laughed at. Well, and, we, and, and, we've seen interviews with people who say that's you know there's there's some lip service to it, but that's not what they're that's not the 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 way they're wanting to accomplish things now. Well, are we trying to? Surely we're not trying. I know we're we're history revisionists now. Are we trying to pretend? That Martin Luther King Jr. was not successful in making major changes. Now you can say, "Well, there's still some things that need to be done." I got yeah, you, absolutely. but let's not, yeah. let's not say that there were major changes made. By the way, to the caller's point, 
where he established the narrative. He pointed to confirmation of the problem where everybody could see clearly. And then he said, and here's what needs to be changed. That's what the caller just talked about. And in this particular movement right now, I can't, I don't, there's not that clear narrative, clear proof of narrative and clear uh, layout of what we demand and what we ask be done. That's all, it's not, it doesn't seem to be being done as well. And that's because of what the caller said, we've allowed there to be too much chaos. When there's chaos and burning and rioting and looting and killing and bricking and 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 then they then the response of the people they're trying to keep order and giving up city blocks and people being shot inside those city blocks it, it you, we're not hearing the message it's not being communicated clearly and the solution desired is not being communicated as well and I agree with you caller I I I just um, it, it all sounds a lot like a lot of noise right now and then you see inconsistencies like to show you that. I don't think people should be killed unnecessarily. I go and kill people unnecessarily. Or I don't. I don't think you know. I, I go and destroy people's property that are not even involved in this. I don't. I just don't think that's a a good strategy. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness, the Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour, your bastion of hope in the middle of chaos, the Rick and Bubba Show. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Speedy, speedy out today. And look over there. He's ready to come back into the mix for another hour. It's Bill Bubba Buster. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us on this little party we call the Rick and Bubba Show, or as Nancy Pelosi calls it, enemies of the state. That is right. Should I should I get the drop guy on that one? Uh, so um, <laughs> I don't know. Could that bring attention? Uh, so <laughs> understand you guys are calling yourself enemy of the state. Ah, it's just a joke. We just mess around. Well, Nancy did it. No, I, did you have a good day yesterday, buddy? I did, Rick. I had a great day yesterday. I had uh, an unusual day. Uh, I will tell you this: it's funny because most all of us know someone who has had COVID nineteen now, and you know, yeah. hopefully recovered and right. Whatever, but, you know, sometimes it kind of catches you off guard. I, I had to uh, go in yesterday and, uh, and and get a new telephone. My, my old phone was acting up, to say the least. And uh, Yes, it was. That's yeah, a story it, within itself. It, it, it had a mind of its own. It did. Uh, and uh, so, and, and we'd seen this coming for a while. But I think yesterday was kind of the point I went, well, we've got to do something. Yeah. yeah and uh, so we, uh, we went and... I went to a place and very nice guys, and I've I've had to uh, go by there before dealing with stuff. Always a pleasure. And uh, we were sitting there at the at the desk, and I was uh, getting my phone ready to go. And of course, they've got plexiglass up, you know. It's everywhere and, now. And everybody's in their mask. I mean, everybody's social distancing. You know, there's stickers all over the floor. Looks like you're learning how to dance. Right. And um, 
I, I just casually mentioned, I said, well, uh, have y'all had any problem with COVID here? And uh, the gentleman who's helping me, again, super nice guy, says, uh, well, yeah, I said, uh, this is my first day back. Back? And I said, uh, I did like, I said, back? <laughs> you know, I've got to look around the plexiglass because you can't understand everybody. You got a mask. You I can't. Yeah, it's terrible. You know, it, it really has kind of hit me how much we depend on reading looking at somebody's lips and expressions when they talk. Yeah. yeah. Um, and by the way, I'm having a hard time with you clear uh, plastic people. That that thing around your head with the plastic <laughs> hanging out in the front. I, I, man, I got to tell you. It's I thought, Bip City. I, I thought to myself, the only thing that looks more ridiculous than a yeah. mask is that. Yes, you're right. <laughs> but anyway. So uh, he said, yes. Yeah. I, said, I, I was out. Uh, said, I, I had a pretty bad run of it. Mm. I had to, had to go to the hospital. Mm. Excuse me? I said, wow. hospital. <laughs> so I started... When, when was this? Did he handle your phone? Where, where did you go? Well, where are you? You know, and I started asking a few more questions then, and uh, I said, well, uh, what what did they treat you with? And he said, I got plasma. Mm. And uh, he said, it worked good. He said, uh, just a few days after that, I was feeling a lot better. Mm. I said, how long ago was that? Well, I was out. I've, I've been feeling good. Was he handling your away. phone at the time? And he could tell. He, touch I, it? he could tell I was getting somewhat concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, it's hard for me to be serious uh, a lot yes, of times. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, comedy is a defense mechanism at times for me, and I've, I've had to explain that today to somebody. But Yeah. Um, it's uh, – I have to explain that often. You know, I, I have to <laughs> – you know, I kept kind of peeking around. Like, what? Uh, he said uh, he said he'd had a, had a tough time with it, had it in both lungs, and uh, he said they gave him the plasma and got better and uh, – I was like, all right. I bet today uh, he answers that question much differently mm-hmm. when when asked about COVID uh, in there because yeah. he don't want to have to go well, through. I started, of course, the uncomfortableness then, of it. He, he probably went, learned a lot. I went from you know slightly scared humor defense to to the scientist, yeah. the science lover kicked in, and I was like, what type of blood do you have? You know, and I was trying to figure uh-huh. that out. And the guy that works there with him, friend of his. He said, this was really strange. He said, we were riding around all day the day he found out he had it. So I've been exposed to him, and uh, I've, I've, I haven't had anything. And I said, what kind of blood you got? Oh, I bet it's O negative, isn't it? I think he said O positive. Maybe O positive. It's in the O world. Uh, so I was like, hmm. You, gotta you know, I'm just – Rick, I'm just doing some anecdotal studying on this. Uh, I know somebody it seems, else. Uh, there's, a, there's a hush – Campa- and it may not be true, and I think Greg's the one that told me. So, mm. you know, uh, but there, there's kind of this rumor mill going that if you have O or O positive, I can't remember which one it is. You're, uh, you're, you know, you're a little more resistant. Less to likely, it. yeah. Mm. Now, who who said that? Is that is anybody it, said that? I keep hearing y'all. Look, say I know it. somebody I, rode around in a truck, and everybody in the truck had it, and they didn't. They were O. Rick. Was he plus or minus? Straight up. Was that's, he positive or negative blood? You know? I, is he positive or negative, Greg? You don't know? O positive, O negative, you don't know? Yeah. O negative is the universal, right? I have Or O positive. I don't, I I guess guess I don't know what I know. It's one or the other. Okay, it's Mike's own. I'm glad I've been it. I don't know. Um, but I just thought that was interesting because that, that's about the third or fourth person I've heard that was in close proximity to people and they didn't get it. And everybody else got it, and then I want to say they've all said they were O positive. I think. I now think that may can, be I think totally. It, according to this, I think it can be either one O, mm, either yeah. O's, negative or positive. You know, Ferrar said he was O, and he's yeah, I had to go get. <laughs> it gave me a little brain fog. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> he had a headache. That was it. Yeah, that was it. 
I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. If I lose my sense of smell or taste, y'all will know quickly. Mm-hmm. That'll be the real telltale sign that for That test me. you were doing yesterday, sniffing your own shoe, was quite something. <laughs> It was. It was. Well, I was just trying to show you how well the boot dryer worked. So, was he a young guy? Yeah. Yeah. Chubby? Uh, he, he was, uh, he was, uh, was he a big guy? Uh, he was probably a big, kind of big boned guy. Yeah. Okay. So, he's he carried, I mean, he carried it well. I didn't know. But he wasn't, he wasn't some lean in shape guy. Mm, he might, he would have been a lineman. Okay. But nice guy now. This, I didn't say what I mean, nice. Super I mean, nice a lot of heavy people. And they do nice. they do a great job. We're nice. Heavy. We're heavy. I know what I'm just saying. We're, I don't want anybody to take it negatively. We're, that's we're, that's we're, not that's not the desire here. I just kind of heavy. It really was kind of kind of because it just I guess it caught me off guard. You know when you normally say, "Well, y'all had any problem with that?" It's kind right, of we're walking it's casual. In. Like, no, no, we're good. We're walking in with him. But uh, you'd want to tell. <laughs> we're walking hey, in. My first day back. Yeah, no. and it's like. But you said <laughs> like slam the brakes. Up. You said he had a real tough time with it. So we're walking into the store, right. and he needs some pants. Are they going to send him to the Huskies? Uh, he'd be in the. Uh, he'd definitely be in the men's department. Yeah. Okay. Husky. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really pay that much attention to it, Rick. I ran out of there quick as I could. Casey, go <laughs> ahead. So uh, I, I'm O positive blood, and I actually had to give CPR to uh, an unprotected unprotected CPR to an infant that was COVID positive, mm-hmm. never contracted it. Uh, my daughter just got tested positive 10 days, 10 days ago, and I took her to the hospital the day before, or the doctor the day before, and didn't contract it. So there may be something to what y'all are saying about What, what kind of blood does she have? Uh, she is A. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with that one. I am, too. Step-daughter. You're A negative, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a. Say I'm A positive, and I always can remember that because I didn't make that grade in school much, so I was really proud to have so that. So here's, here's an O positive guy that's been around two people who had it and he didn't get it. Yeah, I – Rick, it's strictly anecdotal here. Okay, we're just we're just we're just noticing things. That's not we're not making a statement. Okay, don't know and nobody go say we made a statement. I'm just saying. I keep I keep hearing that story repeated over and over. It might be worth looking at. You're gonna see tomorrow, huh? Bill Bubba Bussy, co-host of the Rick and Bubba Show, declares <laughs> O positive people are exempt. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll be back. More to discuss coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So 20 minutes past the hour. A couple of items uh, we also need to touch on today, uh, Mr. Bussy and, and gang. All right. So How about an update here, Rick? A good one. This is a really good update. Everybody's going to be fired up about this. Okay. So yesterday, and it was, I guess, pretty early in the show. Uh, when was it? Was it 7 o'clock? Something like that? It's, no, it was, it, was like, it was like it was the very first hour that okay. we joined the team. It was about halfway through that hour. Okay. So about uh, halfway through hour one. For you podcast Depending archives people, <clears throat> hey, by the way, podcast archive people, we know that Spotify and Google are having issues. Yeah. If you want your podcast archives, if you'll be okay with Apple, uh, or, 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 or just go to rickandbubba.com, 
You'll see top of the page it says podcast with all the different options to listen and watch. The listen is the tune-in app, which means you listen to the show live, and then you get best-of moments. The podcast link are the podcast archives, and, of course, the watch is the YouTube channel. So uh, those are there, rickandbubba.com. You may have to find a new way to get podcasts to Spotify and Google, get their situation working. I've reached out, and hopefully they'll be back in touch soon. So anyway, Bubba, for the podcast people, it would have been hour two of the uh, of the archive uh, about halfway through. Well, we mentioned <laughs> we mentioned yesterday that early uh, in the show uh, that a, a friend of ours and our doctor that several of us go to here on the show, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor John Farley, had uh, had really been struggling with COVID nineteen. Yeah, He's on man. The front line, front lines, a lot baby. Of patients. I'm up here on the front, uh, and I'm not old positive. Apparently, yeah. He'd been he'd been sick for uh, a couple of weeks and uh, had to be admitted to the hospital. And uh, I had he was saying, "Hey, I need prayers. I'm I'm hurting here. You know, we're not doing any good." And uh, I, I could I could tell there was you know concern. And I asked him if it was okay if we carried it to the audience because uh, we have such a so many prayer warriors in yeah, this audience. Man. And uh, so we we mentioned that yesterday. A lot of you I know took heed with that and actually prayed for him yesterday when we mentioned that. And I got a text from him just a minute ago. We did, Rick, that said, you guys can cook. I started turning the corner after your prayer request to your listeners yesterday. All the prayers are helping out. Love, Dr. Farley. You see what I just asked him? (laughs) 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 Rick, after all this real (laughs) sweet text exchange with uh, our doctor who is in the hospital, Rick. Yes. Rick said, what's your blood type? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, th- for those of you that prayed yesterday, he said when those prayers started, he made a turn. So that's great. My Bubba that? said. So praise God for that. Yes. Thank you, Lord. A couple of things uh, I, we need to, I want to ask about. And, and I'm going to tell you this. Instagram has changed something, and, and it's to the point it's ruining. You know, I, I usually and, – and, and maybe there's a way to turn it off. Hams, maybe you can help or the audience can help. I need to know how – I don't know if something's happened and I need to turn it off or what. So on Instagram, I, I probably follow four or five people at the most because that that's all I want to follow, okay? <laughs> and so, so, but it's a great platform for us to promote things, to let people know. You got to have a presence on Instagram now. I got it, okay? So, um, but something has changed. It used to be that I would go to my Instagram and I would get updates on the people I actually follow only, okay? Yeah. Well, recently they've oh, started this thing where everybody yeah. in the whole wide world fires at me, asking me to follow them, and you can tell it's based on things that I do follow. They're trying to; they, they think they know my preferences. Yeah, and I'm getting everything under the sun, but I can't go. It takes me forever to go see the things I'm following to get updates because I literally it's never ending. The people that keep asking me to follow them on Instagram. And they certainly seem like wonderful people and wonderful organizations. There's nothing yuck or anything like that. It's all looks like okay stuff. Sure. But I don't want to look at that. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to be bombarded with people asking me to follow them. And that hasn't all – it just started in like the last four or five days. Can I turn that off? Well, are they doing it in the comment? I need to know where it's there it happening. All right, look, like, like, look, it'll put up there and it'll just say, asking me right here to follow. And they just come up one after another. Of people ask, you know, saying you want to follow this, and I can do the thing, say no, thank you, no thank, and you. Uh, but I have to do it like on every one of them. Look, these these things are just coming up. 
You like, didn't. And, 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 can I get off of that? Right. <laughs> can so you what, say what's, no what's thank you? You've made it. Because some people said it's happening to them, too. Uh, and no yes. thank you. Yeah, we got to get that off. It's, a, it's on the suggested post. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll remove that. All right. I'll, get, I'll do it. All right, right. Thanks. So I can stop that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. All right. Then now let me get to the other thing. Thank you, Hams. Let me get to the other thing. We got controversy in the Burgess family. Uh-oh. Mm. And uh, I just. What I, now? I had to have a controver- uh, conversation about it. You know, we play hard here. Okay. We do. We do. And blood is blood, but you know, what some, type? sometimes they can be <laughs> yeah. they can be bur- they can be Burgess on Burgess crime. We've seen it in our family. It happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. Right. So I got to talk to Brooks Big Love Burgess. He's you know at state taking his classes online. I think he has one lab he goes to. You know, with his mask on. <laughs> the rest of it's online. Yep. Well, he started working at the campus radio station, which is great. I'm 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 happy about that, and he he seems to be doing okay and. He was working, you know, real late at night to begin with, and then he got moved up to the night deal. He's, he's doing the deal, man. He's working then his he was, way up. Then he was doing afternoons. Yep. You know, that's hey, that's fine, man. Good for you, son. That's fantastic. Until Sunday, huh. when what he happened? when he said the following: "Hey, I got a promotion at the campus station." Well, hey, that's great, man. Good for you. Move me to mornings. Oh, uh, well, that's a problem <laughs> uh, because we're on in Starkville. Yeah. On 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 ninety six one during mornings, and I said, "Son, I'll have to destroy you." A minute, <laughs> I said, uh, a minute ago, you were son. Now you're competitive. Yeah, yeah now, now, you're now, now you nemesis. just now you just another show on on our time. <laughs> now head now, to you, head. now you've stepped on the field with another uniform on. <laughs> oh That's boy, true, right? I said, "Buddy," I said, "I'll have to squash that." Mm. He's like, "Dad," and then Sherry was like, "What? Or what do you tell him?" I said, "We we have to we have to defeat him." I said, "He can't start pulling." You know, I, you know, she goes, Rick. He, he's on a station playing college music. How many people do you think he's going to pull? I said, a lot. I said, I'll t- it I, doesn't I, matter. Rick. One is too many. It's Rick, the principle. That's, that's right. It's I, just the principle yeah, of it. I'll all. tell you one thing. You, you done got on the field against Daddy now, Rick. I've got to know because <laughs> I have not heard him. Uh, I wanted to catch him live when he was doing afternoons, but I didn't. What uh, what, what what name is he going by? What's he What's he doing? It's his show is called Brooks Bops. Which is, now, which is now this term they're using for songs now. They're back like in the 50s. Oh, really? The, say it one more Brooks time. Brooks Bops. B-O-P? B-O, I think it's B-O-P. Whatever this word is for Bops. music now. Huh. Yeah, and of course, and now he's, and now he's also picked up, he does an entertainment segment now. He has oh, wow. his, his own little vignette they play throughout the day. Oh, of him really? Breaking, of him breaking down. But he goes entertainment News? Brooks well, that's Bops. the name of his show. Bop yeah. is a reference he, to a good song. Yeah. That's what he I told didn't me. know that. I didn't, I didn't either. I, I didn't know that. Learn something every day. Say it one more time. Bop, bop, bibbly, bop. Spell it. B O P. Bop. Like Bops. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and, but it's Brooks' Bop. Let's go like to good the songs. Hop. Yeah, it's supposed to be good songs. Multiple songs. Yeah, he, yeah. and he's jocking them good songs for you. They're Bops, is what <laughs> they are. Yeah, and so. Uh, <laughs> and a little entertainment news, too, well, there on the side. We used to say good to you and good to you. Well, well, well look, here, <laughs> good here, bop. here's the problem with all the technology, too. I mean, one simple app. I mean, that's where I listen to him. I listen to him on the app. Yeah. I mean, it, he's really stepping into the arena. Now. He is, mm. and uh, I said, "Son, I, I love you, but if if you're not on the Rick and Bubba team, you're the enemy." And my my Rick, Sherry, I'm sorry, but it, Sherry, it, you're it right. is funny to see Sherry's like Rick. Don't do that. I said, well, I, 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 "We have to destroy all comers." It is funny to see the kids how they uh, are, you know, what they're migrating into, yeah, and what they're migrating out of. <laughs> See that happy moment before I knew he was in our time slot? <laughs> see, right there, I don't know he's going to our time slot. Right there, he's comfortable in the afternoons. Well, leave see, us alone. I mean, he's officially, uh, you know. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
He's leading the pack in the entertainment area now, right? Oh, yeah. As far as broadcast. Oh, sure. Blake and movies. Yeah, yeah. well, Blake, you know, he signed up. He hadn't had a gig in, ever since COVID showed up. <laughs> oh, boy. Huh? Wow. He actually auditioned for a movie last, next, last Thursday. All you people prayed for Farley, pray for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Let's go 35 minutes past the hour. Relief factor, and I'm going to tell you what. Relief is the word. Man, it's four botanicals, all natural. It, it helps the body with its natural inflammatory response. And look, if you if your if your problem is tied to inflammation, uh, it can solve it. Uh, and you know, in most cases, it, it works. Over 70 percent of the people that get the Quick Start Pack, they order more. Like yours truly, I love it. I take a a packet in the morning when I start the day. I take uh, take another before I go to bed. And if I need something in the middle of the day, like I've been getting after it, like I have been, I'm going to take one in the middle of the day uh, today as well. Uh, here is a Rick and Bubba fan. Her name is Dawn Delta. Dawn, what's that flower you have on? Could it be a faded rose from days gone by? And, and I, I hear you say, say relief factor worked for you today. And she said, yes, I had horrible pain and swelling in my hands and could uh, not find uh, anything uh, that, that gave relief. I could find nothing. It was affecting my sleep. I couldn't cook or take care of my house. Nothing. Uh, I was a hairstylist for 25 years. I had pain in my hands, feet, back. After hearing you recommend relief factor so many times, I figured, what the heck? I'm going to jump in. And oh, my, go- my goodness, she, she, put, she put down OMG. Um, it, uh, it took away all of my aches and pains in a month. And the longer I take it, the better I feel. I agree. If uh, only the people that right. created this could solve the coronavirus. Well, you know what? Oh. Uh, in all fairness, that's Lindell's job. Yeah, he's, uh, right. he's but, working on that. But anyway, if you would like to get your Relief Factor right now, uh, you can do it for nineteen ninety five. get a three-week trial. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or look for a link there at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. So one more thing, and I remember I told you all to remind me about this. Nobody did, okay. uh, but 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 uh, I happened. Hey, Rick, remember? Thank hey, go- remember what we were going to tell? Thank you. goodness I was able to not have brain fog. I must be okay, and, and remember right. this. <laughs> and and then there's been something rise up in me that thought, have we talked about this before? Right. Doesn't matter because you know we're at the point now we can't remember anything really, mm-hmm. uh, for any long period of time. So it's possible we did. So at Gridiron this past weekend. Uh, I met, uh, and I'd never heard uh, this pastor speak, Josh Ravis out of Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, and um, so we, we hit it off. He catches the show on the TuneIn app and podcast and all that stuff. And that was podcast he said he did. And so uh, so we're talking about it, and he's been following us on you know, uh, social media and checking out the Bible study and all this. And so we were having a little chat, and he was the first speaker of the, of the weekend. I mean, he's coming right out of the gate. He was much wiser than me. He told Phil Waldrop, based on the lineup, he the only slot he would accept would be first. <laughs> he, I will not be following David Jeremiah, Steve <laughs> Farrar, none of that, and uh, which uh, I wish I could have got away with that. But anyway, so uh, so he gets up there and he's talking. He's got a great message, and he gets down to you know if we really believe what we believe that truth, truthfully, that God has come to us, we could not come to Him, and He has offered redemption. I mean, that, that is the answer to people's eternity. They can be forgiven of sin. 
why do we go out and tell people all these things that we're so passionate about and we don't ever talk about that? Yeah. It's just a great point he's making. Yeah. So he, he, he used a great analogy. You know, visual analogies for men especially, number one. Yeah. So he said, here's, here's a, an example of what I'm talking about. He said, I'm in college. I've got a roommate. And he goes, you know, in college, aluminum foil is king. You know, you, you get something and you go, I'm wrapping that up in aluminum foil. I'm going to eat that again tomorrow. And he said, and it was good for one week. He said, he said, now I've been around, he said, I've been around aluminum foil through my childhood, my mama. Just, we've, uh, raise your hand if you've been familiar with aluminum foil. And he said, I'm over there and I keep trying to pull it out. And he said, I hate that thing when the roll comes out. And he goes, and I'm looking with the razor on the side. I can't ever get it to be Never smooth. Works right. He goes, and I'm just wrestling with this aluminum foil. And also my roommate looks at me and goes, what are you doing? He said, I can't get this ever to pull out smoothly. I always make a mess of it, and then I can't get it to cut, go to the razor and cut off. He goes, you don't have the tabs pushed in. He said, push the tabs in. And he said, what? He said, on the side, there's two tabs you're supposed to push in. Never knew that. And he goes, raise your hand if you did not know that the aluminum foil box has tabs on the end that you're supposed to push in. I didn't know. It would be me. And and he said Let when you say, oh and he said it's right there on the end. He said I'd never seen it in my entire life. No, look I at just, that. And yeah. if you push that know. in, look. And this is the it visual. Rolls. He goes. He goes. He takes out, pushes me. Look. And he goes. And he just starts look, rolling I it off. Use aluminum <laughs> foil and, and I mean, a lot. Yeah. Look. And he just. And by the way, I did it I, yesterday. I just thought it was a real talent to angle it and look, jerk it off. I, I, and I, how I wish you. I wish you'd have seen him. Look. He's just going. And he rolls out the entire. He goes. Look at that. That's the way it's supposed to work. That's blowing my mind. And uh, and it's been on the boxes forever. Rick, but I've used. Shouldn't a they lot include that in a commercial? Before. Shouldn't somebody tell us? I don't know one person that knows. That. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's I know what exactly he said. Where you're going? He said. It. He said. So this has been out there all this yeah. time, and I didn't know about it. Yeah. And he goes, "That's the gospel." Yeah. Wow. He goes, wouldn't look, 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 look at everybody that. struggling. That, see, that's what we normally struggle with. You push those tabs in. We did it at home. I had no idea. And buddy, I'm rolling out aluminum. But how do you, foil. I can't how believe do you, that. I mean, how do you hold it? And you, you just, just don't each end. Just push one in, then push the other one in. We did some. You do. We'll but make, who tears it off when you got both fingers stuck? in You don't. No, no. Those, the no, tabs no. are in. Once no. you do it one time, it's fixed. Yeah. It they do stay. that. Then pull it, it locks. Yeah, it locks. Oh. Oh, and then your aluminum, then your. I see, I see. And then your aluminum foil life is just changed. Did so, I, like Greg. How about there was about, like I say, no about, about fifteen hundred men there. I'm about I would to go say, get a roll. I would say fourteen hundred and ninety-eight raised their hand. <laughs> I'm telling you, there was like two guys. Yeah, I knew that. I'm like, you and they right. did. Reynolds sure. needs to do a little better job getting that out. Why don't you include that in? Instru- you didn't know it. Well, that's not surprising. He didn't. Know uh, Adler he thinks he knew. Who taught you that? Who taught it to you, Adler? My mom. Okay. Must be a Texas thing. No offense to my mother. You never mentioned this, Mom. <laughs> Mine either. My mother don't know about it. Mom, Nanny, you, did you mom, know about it? Mom, do you know this? If she just did. She didn't in. pass it down. Rick, you should have called me when you saw that. I mean, that's that's a game if, Hey, listen. You know how we I'm love 54 you. 54 years hey, old, and I'm just now listen, saying Listen, I don't wrap up a lot of food with it, but I do cover a lot I of connectors it. with it. Whatever. Cook whatever you use it for. Yeah. You know how you, it's, it never goes off smoothly. Well, it will now. <laughs> Y'all guys, miss why guys, he don't wrap food up because there's not any left. I know. I got you. That's, that's, point, that's, that's good. <laughs> Bubba both said you can use it for all yeah. What leftovers? Food. What, 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 what is leftovers? I took that clean your plate thing too good, too well. Oh, yeah. I really did. I well, use it for some uh, on the Bubba, grill, put stuff in. You know how you love a visual when he, when he, when he, and I, look, and he had the perfect face. He just he did a serious me. face and went. He <laughs> <laughs> just started rolling. And he got me on that. Yeah, and that he goes, good. "That's the way it's supposed to work." And he goes, "Everybody in here will never forget this." 
And I said, he said, you I can't wait. Well, I said, can't wait. He said, here's what's, he, he said, here's what's bad. You can't wait to tell somebody now <laughs> oh, about I'm the tabs. I can't wait to get home. <laughs> I know Lisa don't know. Oh, it's exciting. Hey, it, it'll change your aluminum foil situation like yeah, that. I, it's never been. I've not had a great relationship. Hey, with Reynolds Wrap. Y'all don't mention this? I know. That should be like on commercials. Wow. You know what they thought? Of all the YouTube videos, and that's never come up as a link. Right. When I'm watching the, you know, the best of five list or something, and that doesn't pop up. And look, Lisa, Lisa's saying Saran Wrap, which I wrestle with too. It, it's got them that's too. Now that's, oh, even, that's even better. That's even Lisa, worse. Saran Wrap. Lisa, does Saran Wrap have I'll it too? I'll that stuff up in a minute. Okay. Where have I been? Okay, all women know this. Anything that comes in a box. Saran wrap, parchment paper, tin foil—they all have the tab. Not on the parchment side. paper. I, I had no idea. I don't think all women know this either. No, no. my mama didn't. T- no well, offense. I don't think mama, my did you know knows. this? She's watching yes, on YouTube. I knew that. I'm you, asking my mama. She's watching you, on YouTube. You know the only other thing that is the worst, Greg. You know this that, that white tape that you put on pops. You know, oh, that you talking about wadding it up? Oh, if now if that had tabs on it, we got some. You darn right. <laughs> That old mess, you can't get it on the um, threads. Are y'all kind of looking forward to getting home, getting your, your aluminum full out? And I'm not sure I have any. I'm going to have to text house. Betty. I don't know if she knew that. D- yeah, tell her to go ahead and do it. How about that? And, and, and then when I, I, thought that, I thought, well, he doesn't know what he I'm not sure he's right about that. Why did I think that? I get home and I'm looking. Well, my gosh, it says it right here on the side. Push the tab thing. Never knew it. Oh, it says man. it right on the side. That's some of the best kept secrets out there. Your phone calls will wrap up the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is not the number. Bubba, from the email, people everywhere now go into the foil drawer and they're punching in the tabs, and they're saying, my goodness, this has changed my life. Right. Which was the point of the visual. All right. Betty, Betty Bussey, the happy homemaker, said she – I asked her, I said, do you know about this? She says, I do now. So she didn't know about it I, I know. I know Lisa doesn't know because or she would have taught me better than that. I know. And this guy says – he said, how about this? majority don't know. How have they not had that on their advertising? I don't know. Golly. Buddy. That's a game changer. I mean, there's a couple of times with uh, not Reynolds route, but the Saran route. Oh, yeah. I've got it so balled up, I just end up throwing it away. Not if you'd lock the tabs, you wouldn't. No, that's a a game changer. It is. Let's what get, is that tape that goes on the pipes? I can't think I of it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Boy, it, gets, it. It, it starts turn, out, then it ends up It's just thin like to begin with, and you turn it into a string, and you cannot pull it apart. Right. Once, and it's not sticky. <laughs> but it's just you stuck. Put it, you're talking about you put it on a thread so it won't leak? Yeah, And to me, masking tape I gets so frustrating. Masking tape can get frustrating. If you ever let it, you ever get it off, it's not. Oh, yeah. You ever let it strip that, go down the middle? Oh, the clear tape, and like I say, and you let it. And you can't mm. find the end of it. Mm. Look, oh, yeah. there's a doggone tab again. Did we ta- just not, did they not know the tabs? How, obvious. Thing. How have they I, not publicized that? They had to know that most people weren't doing this correctly. Next, you're going to tell me there's a way to keep an ice cream cone from dripping out of the bottom. No right? way. No way. It's the waffle cone. To Tony and Georgia, you know how I love you stick a, a marshmallow one. in there. Tony, yeah, go ahead. That. That's really good. That's Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Man, gridiron was awesome. This is Tony and Tony from South Carolina. Tony, Tony. To That's right. You in Georgia Man, now? Man, I'm gonna tell you what. Revis was good. Ferrari was good. But if somebody would have told me that uh, if I had to rank the top five, that Jeremiah would be at the end, I would have. I would have never believed it. But the better visual was standing outside and watching 1,500 men 
me to look on their faces when they got to the door and said, no knives allowed. They were burying their planters. It was so funny. No, no what line? What did he say? We uh, lost Tony. Tony, your, your cell phone went did, bad. Right did he say no clowns allowed? No, no knives. No knives allowed. No knives, no knives allowed. allowed. Okay. Tony, well, I want to know if Tony knew about them tabs. How about that? Yeah, how about this? If you if you have a good Every one. caller, I want you to tell us right out of the gate you knew about the tabs or not. Yeah, and, and don't you, lie. Hey, if you, you lie. Be, hey, God's be honest. Be God, honest, Teflon. Tape. God's listening. Aaron and Lincoln. Aaron, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Did you know about the tabs? I did, but only because I did four years in the restaurant business. Okay, oh, yeah. you're a professional. Um, All right, I'll, I'll buy that. I also, I also have a, uh, an answer to your saran wrap dilemma. Saran wrap is we got big in the restaurant business because they used to, they wrap cutting boards with it, mm. so you don't have to clean all your cutting boards at the end of the day. Well, mm. if you take the if you pull out what you need and you take the back of your hand so the grease don't get on it, and you rub it on the counter, it won't. It'll still stick to whatever you're going to stick it to, and you take your cutting board and push it. It breaks right off. And then he lost me. I, I, uh, what I was the back I, of the hand? I, I, I stopped. He lost me. Yeah, it was too much. Too much. I was on it. Too I many details. I was in school. This is why I didn't. I, get my, I didn't even know we had an assignment. Rick, I can follow push-in tabs. I can follow that. Yeah, yeah. right. That was that was too long. Can, I, that can was too late to go home. Can I tell you another funny one? It was a little cartoon the other day Betty showed me, and it was funny because it was a wife saying about a husband said, "How can he see a deer that is three miles away on the other side of a canyon, but he can't find a shirt in a closet?" Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> can I tell you where I really where I go to? Lisa will say, "Take a second look," because she knows yeah. it's right in front. You know where I go to die on that on that exact topic? The cupboard. I can't oh, I can't Rick. find anything oh, in the cupboard oh. or the refrigerator. Either one. I, I, oh, I'll me, look. I'll look all over for something. Declare it's not in there, and Betty will open the door and hand it to me in half a second. It makes me feel like there's something. I know. It's I, like I, I, I have some kind of cu- cupboard f- block or something. Yeah. I can't see in there. <laughs> if it was out with trees around it, would it be better? Yeah, it would. Andrew in Ohio. Of, I think it's all the colors in there. It just that's it, what it is. It's too much. Andrew, I'm not looking as good. You as know what? We are, I need to. We're too excited, and I'm halfway <laughs> looking. Andrew in Ohio, go ahead. Yeah, you don't want to be too excited. Yeah, that comment about the Democrats, they always want to be a party of inclusion and collaboration. But the New York Times, the last time they endorsed a Republican president was in 1956. And one point about Andrew Cuomo, the New York governor. In 2014, he said, pro-life, pro-Second Amendment conservatives are not welcome in New York State. So anyone who's conservative in New York, please move, because he doesn't want you, and why would you want to pay your tax dollars yep. to go to that government. Now he's, begging, you go. now he's begging you to come back. And his brother on CNN, have you seen this? And 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 it, I love how they always try to be the, like we say, that they are they're, uh, they look down upon, especially all the Southerners, all a bunch of racists, conservatives are racist. And then Chris Cuomo on CNN talks about Senator Tim Scott and, of course, that now he says that of any African-Americans that were saying they're going to you know support Trump, Including a Democrat, uh, uh, Vernon Jones, and he returned. He refer- used this phrase. Imagine if a conservative had used this phrase that Tim Scott and others are carrying water for Trump. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> how oh, how boy. condescending! So, in other words, this is that thing again. Well, if you're not over here where we tell you, look. I've heard it said before, and and it was said. If somebody had said that the other way around. Oh, they, they would and be, rightfully so. Would by be the yanked way, yanked off the air during the broadcast, and and rightfully so. So right. uh, it's an offensive statement, whether it's said by a liberal or a conservative, and um, you know it, it's it's almost it does make you wonder sometimes if the if if the far leftist are still the same racist they used to be back in history. They just got a different way of doing it now. Exactly. 
We continue our calls. Uh, let's go to Danny out of the great state of Kentucky. Danny, 30 seconds, go. 30 seconds. Okay, in Tobacco, Kansas, old McGuigan, your thing? Yes. I talked to one of my friends up there, and he told me that that was a local issue. A union supported the company doing that to them because they do not endorse Republicans. That was embarrassment to them. That's what a friend of mine said that left my plan because I went through the same thing. I had to go to the federal court to get the wire shirt that I wanted to wear in good years. The union was supporting the company on that on that stand. So that's all I got to say. Thank you. Okay. He went through federal court I, to wear a shirt. Is that what y'all, saying? I'm sorry. I, I got, I think lo- I I got lost uh, coming off pit row there. I never, I never I stayed still, with I it. I thought he said he went all way to the Supreme Court to get a right to wear a shirt. It so sounds like that. to me that he's saying that the Goodyear Union, that they're a political <laughs> movement more than helping out the right, workers. Right. Well, and we've heard more. that before, yeah. and, and that doesn't apply to all of them, but we certainly heard that before. I think that's where he was. BJ in Irondale. BJ, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hi, guys. Uh, no, I did not know about the tabs on the aluminum floor. That okay. is a game changer. Game changer. How about that? Now, y'all do know how to get a ketchup bottle started, right? Yes. Everybody knows that. How to karate chop the mm-hmm. side of it. Yes. Right on the 57. Yep. <laughs> I was going to tell you guys, if you want plastic wrap that's not going to give you problems to fight with, the big box store down there by our largest mall in Birmingham they ha- carry a two-pack of stretch tight wrap by Kirkland, and it actually has a cutter that you attach to the box. Wow. And you just pull that out. Game changer. It makes a quick cut. Oh, yeah. About that. Yeah. Uh, let's go to about the David. Quick. I love using those big paper cutters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just fun to cut. <laughs> David, Maylene, go ahead. Don't get your finger in. Maylene. Uh, no, I did not know about the tab. Okay. And just a Big day today. reciprocation of thanks. Um, French's mustard bottles, if you bend it back 90 degrees, it locks in place. Really? You're talking about the cap? The cap. Mm-hmm. 90 degrees? So it doesn't it doesn't ease its way back over there and get in the way of the mustard string? I hate that. Yeah. That's right. And you hit you, it, you man, make, it's you amazing. Can those, you can make that bead perfect on the spiral dog. Oh, you know, look, I'm all in. Thank you. That that was a nice volley back. And you know, over. mustard will stop a stop a cramp too. Mm-hmm. You knew that, right? By the oh, way, yeah. you ever forget to shake up the mustard and that water come out? Oh yeah, sure. yeah. You better shake. Yeah, you know what? That that's the stuff. That's the vinegar that uh, stops the yeah, cramps. Terrible. Ken, By the way, it'll stop hiccups too. Same Ken thing. in Illinois. Ken, go ahead. That's a cramp of your diet. Yeah, uh, Rick, I'm the guy that drove seven hours to, down to the men's conference. Yeah, I talked and, about uh, you. I told everybody Illinois. we had people drive all the way from Illinois. That's cool, man. That's yeah, awesome. it was great. But I, I think what it was, I, I got back home. The very first thing I asked my wife was about the tinfoil. I know. And uh, she said, yeah, yeah, she knew about it. I thought she'd never told me about that. Yeah. I, she always says, I know, think I know everything, but I really don't. And that was the one thing she was holding out on. Well, how about that? Right, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be great mad. to meet you, Ken. Thanks, man. <laughs> if I man. find out Lisa's right. known this the whole time, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> uh, she hasn't shared it with me. Anthony in Mississippi. Go ahead, Anthony. Uh, I just discovered the tabs about six months ago at 52 years old, <laughs> and I, I hated myself when I did. But as far as the ice cream cones, Bubba, buy Keebler waffle cones. Mm-hmm. They will not leak. They're the only ones I've ever found that won't leak. Mm. Gosh, I love this show. Now I, want waffle. I kind of want a waffle cone now. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, I can. Can y'all taste it right now? I mean, I can like taste. I love it. a good old waffle. What about when you, when you get there and they just made them? You can smell them. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, seriously, how close is there one around here? I don't know. I'd like to just eat the waffle cone. I don't even have to have anything in it. (laughs) Well, Well, I could, but but since I'm there, (laughs) (laughs) fill it up while I'm here. Remember those. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba.